Hey, welcome everybody to podcast number 127. I'm your host, Kerry Kreitz. We got DB in the top right corner, Adam Weber in the bottom left corner, and Tim Wiseman. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Five Pin Universe. Uh, we've gotten pretty good at this thing so far. 127 episodes, right? Everybody still keeps coming back for more, so that can't be bad. Hopefully more and more. Yeah. <laughs> so? DB's muted. Oh, uh, DB's muted. <laughs> Starting off real good, guys, eh? There we go. <laughs> Just as you were saying, we're getting really good with this. We've 127 shows, and here I am talking. Uh, way to go. First time, rookie. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I'm just saying, Dexter, we're missing him today. He doesn't take too many of these things off, so no, we'll uh, we'll get by. Weber, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see you, boys, again. Mm-hmm. What's by going far on? The, by far the best background, right? A little bit of five pin universe, yes. a little Tim in a Chiefs jersey. Yep, a little championship. Hey, put, put, really put, good lighting. Put this one up there for Freddie today. You even know your point. You even know your left and right. This, this like one's for camera. Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> and this one's definitely for Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't believe you wasted ink on that thing. Like why so my, ink is, my company paid for it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> let's start yeah, yeah. there. We're starting the Chiefs, obviously Chiefs the Super Bowl guys. A little banter to get things going. I mean, let's go not bowling to start. Who's gonna yeah, win the Super Bowl? Rams. I think the Rams will. Uh, well then I'm gonna bet on the Bengals because Tim's always wrong. <laughs> He's always wrong. Well, it's basically going to be home field advantage for the Bengals. So by the time everything's said and done, so I, I think Joey Burrow's going to get it done. Yeah, I'm, uh, let's go. I'm going to go. Joe Burrow's the new Peyton Manning, or the new Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, you don't. I, don't even get yeah. me started. I was... <laughs> just keep moving teams, eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's Daryl's third team since I know him, right? He was Indy oh, fan, the Broncos, yeah. Broncos. Yeah. Patriots. Yeah. Rich, yeah, Rich ended up circling back to the uh, the Bengals. I think that was his original, and uh, I think he ended up with three or four different teams for the Raiders, but now I guess he's back in Burroughs country, so. Yeah. You know what? on the Raiders like he should have. <laughs> Here, here's the thing about Burroughs, right? Burroughs is obviously a gunslinger. He has great offense. His O line is terrible, right? And I and I think with Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and yeah. you know, a, and a good cover, I, I think it comes to that. I don't think it has anything to do with the defense on. Uh, Isn't on Cincy or with the Rams too? No, or he's he... with Arizona. Arizona. Oh, good. Arizona. But you know what, uh, Stafford. I mean, <laughs> good for Stafford if Stafford can do it, right? He, he, for all those people that are Detroit fans, I mean, it's pretty lean years there. So all, all one of them. Yeah. yeah, there can't be too many. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. That defense uh, is going to be incredible. But uh, I don't know. There's just some, something about that Cinderella story. I just think think they're gonna they're gonna do it. Yeah. Kevin McAllister, right? Kevin McAllister wins the Super <laughs> yeah. Bowl. We're gonna go. We're gonna go Bengals too. I, I think the yeah. Bengals are gonna win. I think Cooper Cup's gonna put up like 240 yards and still get MVP. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I mean I, I like McVeigh too, right? I always liked him. So, I watched oh. the home team Netflix one about Sean Payton. Anybody watch that? It's kind of funny. I mean, it was the not a serious. I mean, it was a total story, but it's the story about Sean Mc, or Sean Payton when he got suspended. Yeah. 
right? For, was was that for, was that actually like him in it? And all no, that? he was in it. He did a cameo, like the very, very, very. End that was Kevin James, wasn't Kevin it? Kevin James, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah that, that was a great person to yeah, pick him. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like no, that. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't to take it seriously. It was a. It was a like a comedy, like a. Uh, Kevin James. Oh, was it okay? Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was a play on the situation, but from a comedy standpoint of. You know, not getting along with his kid and having to go back yeah. and coach football and blah 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 blah. Right. So fair. All this Oops. football talk. I, I know our guest tonight's going to want to get in the football talk. It's going to be yeah, we'll, yeah. Start with well, that. former football player. Former football. Hey, so maybe about the pro uh, pro league. What about the pro league? What about what about those Timmins? I mean Jags. I mean Timmins team. Eight zero against Regina, right? <laughs> An eight zero. Yeah, eight zero against Regina on the weekend, wasn't there? there was two yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tim yeah. Timmins got skunked by. Um, Let's check cool. the standings. Parad- Paradise Marvel. Yeah, by Paradise Marvel, and then they turn around and they skunk Regina. That's uh, it's quite the turnaround there for those guys. There were yeah. some big movements in those points. I I looked at the standings, but the standings carry didn't show the number of games remaining. Probably does on something that you've got, but it's uh, yeah. You bet. I'll bring it right <laughs> up here. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring it up on the yeah, screen. because Paradise had a couple of good ones. Par- yeah, Paradise lost the first one, but it wasn't and then a bad Timmins loss. Did. Yeah. So my question is, how many games does Timmins have left? Timmins or TBA? Sorry, TBA. I think three, maybe. Carrie, Carrie has it. Yeah, just, just be patient. No, TBA has three games yet. Yeah, TBA has three games left, and they got eighteen points. So look at that. TBA's only. Five points out of a playoff spot with three games to go. Yeah, but those top three teams also have three games to go. Sure they do, <laughs> but there's three spots in the playoffs, right? So yeah, one of those teams, two of those teams. I mean, T Bay's definitely not out of it. Oh no, right. no! Holy rollers! Are, holy yeah. rollers! There's five teams in there for three spots. Honestly, it's a tight division for sure. Yeah, yeah, next time. matches will be big in the rusted pedal division. Yeah, <laughs> right. in the Cargill division there. Uh, the way the infinite escapes there took that eight nothing that really, really put them out of the running. Mad Hatter's a super super outside chance, but it, they're yeah. they're in a hurting hurting yeah. way as well. Yeah, they are. They got three games left, but they're ten points out, and they got two. They need two teams to falter. That's not gonna likely happen, yeah. right? Yeah, it's and crazy. Them, and them win almost all their points, um, but there is still four teams there for three spots. Yeah, I mean Heartland um, has three games left, so they still really could catch Paradise. It's close there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Paradise only, has, Paradise only has one game left, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're only nine points back of Paradise with two games in hand, right? So that's a five-three-five-three, five, and all of a sudden they're past them. Yeah, Okanagan Eclipse, two games to go, twenty-five points. So. Good spot, but those are crucial games. Those right. two games for them, crucial, crucial games well, to not leave any opening for Heartland to get in. What What's crazy is in the crossover, the Dream Crushers, Okanagan, and Heartland play the the three on the top on the rusted pedal. They play Toppler, Bombers, and Next Gen in their crossover. Oh, okay. Right. So, yeah. I mean, those three guys really have a tough road ahead of them to finish. Um, and and I don't know who Paradise's last one is. I couldn't tell you on that, but uh, it definitely makes a, a huge difference. It, it could it could definitely make a difference on the top five on the other one. 
Right. I was gonna gonna bring that up, but I'm sharing my screen right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll I'll bring up the schedule here. I'll tell you okay. who Paradise has. Yeah, the next next two to three weeks are gonna be oh. like crucial, yeah. right? So GP well, we'll... first game against Paradise. Uh, we got Halka Sand. Good. In March. Okay, in March. Um, I heard we have a new Miller. Yeah, yes. there's a new yes. Miller. Yeah. Yay, we yep. got an announcement. Yay. Congrats yeah. to Mark and Melinda. They had a baby. Yeah. Um, not sure the exact date. I just seen it on Facebook. I just got on <laughs> online. So got, congrats yesterday. to them. It was yesterday. Yeah. That's awesome. exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Bowling family's growing. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, I know Grandpa Paul's probably super excited. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I don't. I, yeah. I think. I think you're just getting home today or tomorrow, right? So. They haven't been able to see them yet, so they'll, they'll get there, yeah. Nice. Very cool. All right, well, we might as well pay some bills and then get on to our special guests. I don't know why I always treat it like they're a mystery guest or anything like that. People are tuned in. They've seen the poster. They've seen the title. They Everybody knows who it is, but I like to treat it as, ooh, who's it going to be? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so for as little as $2 a month, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash 5 and join all the lovely patrons that have helped support us bring these weekly podcasts to you guys and bring these amazing stories from all the bowlers across Canada and some bowlers not in Canada. So we can't thank you guys enough um, for the support. And once again, All-Star Bowling Sales, sponsor of the week. And they are also doing another All-Star giveaway. So put your hashtags in the comments. Adam won last week, so his I, I name probably won't be in the draw. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't think I'd ever win, but uh, now, now that I have, uh, I will uh, definitely stay out for, for now, so <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks, that, All-Star. That, I thought you were just going to donate that back into the prize pool or something, but I well, thought that's what you were going to announce. I thought that's what you were going to announce. Sorry. Well, I, 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 I could just not use it, and that would be I, basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, fair. But you know what? You, yeah, maybe give it to Braxton. Maybe get a yeah, hold on. Yeah. No, there's 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 lots on there. Lot, oh, lots or, of good way, way to ruin another present, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> or or, Lu, or to Lucy Weber, no big deal, right? Uh, she doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna run All Stars commercial and we'll bring in our guests. All right, so our special guests are mainstays on the Alberta scene in the Open and the Masters. Not so much lately, but they've been huge supporters in Edmonton as of late. We have Brett and Christine Wren. Welcome to hey the guys. show, guys. Welcome, hey guys. Hi. The Wrens in the you. house. Wrens <laughs> in the house. Thanks for joining Another us. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having us. So, are you excited for this? Do you have stories lined up? What's, what's going on? What do you have for us right off the bat? Maybe Brett wants to get on the football talk. He knows that Tim's uh, wrong, obviously, but I'm like he's playing hockey, man. I haven't watched a game in like two years. <laughs> I look at players' names now, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Like, for, just for sake, let's say the Bengals because I have a Bengals Ocho Cinco jersey. How's that sound? That's uh, fair. Works Perfect. for me. Yeah. <laughs> we've been um, we've been trying to teach the boys about like to follow Chuba because at least then we got like a local connection, right? Yeah, sure, boy doing big things in the NFL, so. We're yeah. kind of doing that, and they've got a bunch of their teammates from hockey that are playing football. So, yeah, something we're thinking about. Maybe I should become a Panthers fan. Hey, Tim? 
Why, why, why don't you just pick a team? Like, stay in your lane. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. You don't have to Just follow a player, man. Represent, man. Hey, yeah, two, you know two. what? Pick, pick one on the Raiders, man. Like, I swear to God, yeah. they're, they'll, they'll be in the NFL for a while. And they'll be crazy. <laughs> Who's your favorite team, to, uh, Brett? I bounce around. Like, I was... Oh. So, because I was... I was a football player, so, like, I followed certain players. And being D line, I follow D line guys. So like I follow initially uh, Javon Curse, who yeah, played with the yeah. Titans and then the Eagles, and I kind of stuck at Eagles for a while. And I would say right now Eagles is probably my team. It's the one I've kind of stuck longest with. Really? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> she's like, "What? That's new." <laughs> well, it's not new, but like you haven't really actively. I haven't actually followed Eagles anything and... in a long time. Well, Chu was right a good now. pick, right? So he's, he's always playing behind McCaffrey, who can't finish a season. So exactly. he's going to have plenty of uh, <laughs> yeah. plenty of carries. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and he's only first year too playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, he played ball this year. Yeah, all. And the boys like the are just playing like hockey seven fans, days yeah. a week. Pretty close. Yeah, Pretty close. like we're at the rink. We have two two today after school. One of the benefits of being in Shore Park is they get a lot of ice time. So we're there a lot. And then three of them on three different teams this year is a lot. So yeah, I actually did the math last night because I was curious. So from start to finish, not including tryouts and other tournaments that may end up coming, we're at 250 times on the ice this year for the three boys yeah. from September to March. Yeah. So, so, so much. So at least you guys aren't co- like you guys aren't actually on the ice. They're on the no, ice. I mean, no, no, no. I'm managing three, Colton's one. team this year though for U11, sure. and it's a challenge. So yeah, just being there. My dad helps so much. Like today, mm-hmm. he picked boys up from school and took them to their ranks, and so that was really good. But yeah, it's it's, it's a lot, and we definitely have like now we have a, kind of a network of other Real families and stuff, and we can send kids with other kids and stuff like that. So yeah, everyone's super good. Yeah. It's yeah. just so like bowling, right? Like everyone's willing to help out and, and you know, yeah, your, family just like your, your kids family, are our right? kids. So yeah, it's good. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's, uh, let's take our journey back in time a little bit. Uh, Christine, ladies first, we'll start with you. Um, right. Where did uh, bowling and five pins start from you? I, I obviously remember bowling YBC, but that was, you know, late 80s 90s when you yeah like i started so yeah i started when i was six started when i was six in winnipeg um i bowled at village inn it's free fall um so really cool and press the reset button all the time so good (laughs) me too um my family my family lived there till i was 12 and uh then we moved to regina so i lived in regina for two years bowled at a golden mile two years of juniors and then in 1997 we moved to short park so been here ever since now were you like comp- like you know competitive sort of at the times of village yeah. and you remember some of the guys you would have played with or even at uh golden um, mile like were you like competing in four steps and doing all that so when when you, yeah. when you moved you're like oh, i gotta go find the first bowling alley that's the first thing i'm doing because i gotta yeah. go and compete actually yeah i did um I competed a lot. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. I probably competed against like Holly and um, stuff like that. I'm sure. I feel like Holly Tchaikovsky and I have kind of had the moment where we're like, oh, yeah, we probably did um, when we were like real young, but obviously we don't really remember each other from back in those days. But um, yeah, and then I, so I played like YB or four steps all the time. I did, um, we had a rule at 
or like when I started that you weren't allowed to qualify for four steps unless you were actually a Bantam. So um, they moved me up into Bantam so that I was able, we were able to field the girls team that year. We didn't have quite so many, but I played four steps right from when I was like seven onwards. Um, did my like, you know, my senior year of the division, I was always the single and the furthest I ever made it for YBC was I did um, Bantam girls singles in um, Manitoba and I placed third. So it was the highest I ever made it on the podium for four steps. But I played Youth Challenge my last year we were in Regina and I made the team when I was a junior. Um, so that was really cool. My dad said that, um, you know, people were asking like my coaches and stuff at the bowling alley about me and they were like, oh yeah, she's, she's our junior, like she's in juniors. So that was kind of cool to remember. Um, I played that one and then, yeah, we moved when we moved to Short Park, it was actually like the week that they were bowling Youth Challenge. So I played in Youth Challenge in Edmonton before I even played YBC because we were bowling Sunday or Monday nights at that point, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, was kind of cool. So met Amanda, like she was my first, first bowling friend in Edmonton. So yeah, it was really cool. Nice. That's kind of how it started. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, all good. Um, and then Brett, how about for you, buddy? You were you were a Calgary boy for a lot of years playing YBC. Yeah, I uh, actually started by a, a friend of mine. Um, just brought me like a, the bring a buddy thing, and I was uh, I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds like fun. My parents were like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? And then like I think I, I think I was like probably eight or nine years old. And I was like, still had no idea what I was doing, bowling two handed still. Had like coaches change me pretty quick, and pretty sure I made the youth challenge. Like, uh, Four steps the first year out on one of the Bantam team or whatever team it was. And I don't think I missed a team after that. And but it was never really at that age, bowling was never the forefront for me. I was always doing other sports, whether it was baseball and then football later on and stuff. But uh I always had fun with it, always competed and always seemed to be on the same sort of teams every year, pretty much all the way through. Um kind of peaked at ninety eight when our team went to YBC Nationals. When uh, Tim was there as a little phantom. Yeah, yeah. When I was so a while, yeah. On BC and I was there. It was kind of neat there. But, uh, and I got that was all, that was, who was on your team? Uh, one's on the team that got, one's the usual there. On uh, that one were, uh, so there was a Kevin Cross, Jay Siegel, Graham Ingram, and uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Kennedy. And Greg okay. Ingram was our coach. And I don't believe any of them bowl anymore. I, Kevin at one point came back to play like fun league as an adult. Yeah. But none of them really play anymore, so. It's crazy. Yeah, it's fun to come back. Really back really to see you. Like, you look the, don't play. Yeah. So. Look at like the Tim, you said there was stats or something from the Nationals or all yeah. the lines. You can go back and see who would have been at Nationals when there and other provinces or other zones, right? So It, it, yeah, it like, was crazy, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I look on back and I actually looked at it and seen some of the guys' names there and like some of the people I played against. Like uh, Mike Ruddick, who was in Calgary for a while, and now he's back on Manitoba. He was there as nationals. Um, a couple of Newfoundland guys getting rough on head, but were there. Mm -hmm. yeah. was, uh, I think uh, like Eric Villeneuve, I believe. Eric Villeneuve was there. I played against him then. Didn't, again, no idea because you know, first national, you only pay attention to the names at that age because yeah. you play. And uh, we ended up finishing like tied for third, played a roll off, and just got spanked by a team of essentially eighteen-year-old guys from Northern Ontario who'd been there for five years in a row and hadn't won a medal. So I could like I could like eleven ninety or twelve hundred to like nine eighty. It was just destroyed. It wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. But 
Yeah, that's kind of where I was for youth, and that's kind of where I peaked. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it was crazy. It was crazy that uh, I actually knew Brett before Christine. Um, yeah, out of all these years, right? I just, yeah, it was funny I being, being being at uh, like Sherbo. I'm like, hey, that picture, that that that, that, that cowboy hat me. right there is me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you in? The, are you like, in one of those photos there? Yeah. No. No, like well, I'm, the I'm there. The, you, that, you can see my hat. Oh, so gotcha. <laughs> it, yeah, then, it must uh, have been Brett. It must have been Brett. No, actually, that was when I also first crossed paths with uh, Curtis Deering. We are walking in, being senior yeah. boys. He was sitting beside me as a single. At that point, didn't know him. I was like, hey, man, how's it going? How you doing? How'd you do? He's like, oh, I got second. I'm like, oh, that's cool. He was pissed, of course, because Curtis. Yeah, he got second. But it's kind of funny to think, you know, the fact that uh, I've known those guys for that long. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, funny. You, think, you, Weber, went to you, Deering? No, he he was uh, just a little bit younger, so uh, like two two years, three years, something like that. No, but so, would you have been YBC in '98, or you would have been out of YBC? Yeah, I, I actually no, no, I was still in. I would have been my last year, and I, I, I remember I, I finished fourth in the youth that year, the youth challenge for sure. And okay. uh, that, that was the first year they ended up taking a national team out. And I remember he he made it, and I know Derek uh, Home made it that yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. That was um, the first year. Yeah. But but I'm pretty sure that uh, that that Curtis had a year or two after that as well. Did he not? Yeah, he yeah. played with me in '99. I believe yeah. okay, so maybe, maybe one year. Maybe. Okay. On the yeah. youth challenge team, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. That was my first like mixed national like, thing. Points, you know. Well, I guess I played it once in Regina, but I didn't really pay attention. So because I was like 13. Um, but yeah, when we. <laughs> When we played that in Nationals in 99, it was really cool. It was my first ever Nationals, and I got to bowl with Curtis and with Derek Holm and Bonnie and Jen Layden. Like, it was a really fun team, and we had a good time. And, of course, it was at the Bronx, so I didn't even have to go anywhere, which was kind of disappointing. But You challenged really Nationals or at Bronx? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your first Nationals across the I remember nationals. that. Yeah, Second one yeah. ever was at the Bronx. So we played right. upstairs, and... The Bronx has a soft spot in my heart just for that. And, you know, I always love playing there and going back. To me, it was really similar at the time to playing in Shore Park. So, yeah. yeah it was, I, think, um, oh, I think open qualifying next year is Bronx and St. Albert. No more Bonnie, dude. No more Bonnie. Bronx might take us 13 hours to play, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Just throw, throw KJ in the mix if you want to do a challenge. Yeah, uh, honestly, we, we, we play that long in Centrals, so don't feel special, Tim. Like, that's okay. <laughs> 13 hours for 10 games, yeah, for That'd sure. That'd be yeah. awesome to do open qualifying at KJ. You yeah. could. Like a marathon. There, there, there is a, you can split the guys and the girls on the Saturday, and then uh, on the Sunday, everybody can bowl together. If uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just try to do like a special exemption to go play Central or something. Yeah, I had to sign off on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You got your special exemption in 2013. It didn't help you. That's uh, <laughs> oh, not true. Yeah, sure. It I did. made yeah, it for sure. Yeah, but you're already living in Edmonton, playing out of Calgary. Yeah, but that was like yeah, no, that left like a week no, before. Yeah, I don't know. Tim, a <laughs> little bit different, Timmy. Yeah. Tim, do yeah. you remember when Christine moved or Christine like they got YBC? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see Christine a whole lot at the beginning because no. uh, she was bowling Mondays. But I remember Jim. I remember oh, Jim. Okay. Yeah, Dad was always coaching. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that you're closer to your age, so. Yeah. You're younger. Yeah, but... yeah. Uh, we're, we're kind of in the middle, I think. I'm yeah, kind of in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Kind of in the middle. Yeah. 
So then, uh, Christine, for your, I mean, obviously you challenge, start doing those tournaments. And then does the Open kind of come up right away or from a competitive standpoint, start thinking, I'm going to play in the ladies and I'm going to start competing in the Open. You've got places. I see Tracy Smith, uh, you know, commenting. She would have been in the mix there. Who else was in the mix? This, so this is actually where I'm going to credit you, Daryl, because I didn't really know anything. Like I played my youth as pretty blinders to what was going on around me. And I really only knew about what I was playing. I didn't, I spared every once in a while on Sunday nights because Ernie would ask like me to spare, but, or Jim Bradshaw would ask me to spare, but I didn't really know. And the league at the time wasn't anything huge. Like it was a good league at a short park, but like Mark Sweeney bowled in it and Lori Sweeney and, you know, Jim and um, Linda was always there and um, Terry and like, you know, Terry McLeod bowled in that league. And so I knew those Sunday night people, but I didn't really know anybody else. And then I graduated YBC and I did that first like master's level one clinic. And honestly, it was, I walked or you walked in, we were in Fort Saskatchewan and you walked in and we were filling out the entry forms and um, our instructor had passed out like all the yellow forms or whatever. And you were like, no, no, I need a different color form. And then you looked at me and you were like, Christine, what was your average last year? And I told you, I don't know what it was like to 28 or something like that. And you're like, no, no, you need this other color form. And you got me registered as a tournament master and just playing league with you that year and learning more and more about what was going on and what was, what was there for me after YBC was actually like really what kept me going, I guess. So like hats off to you, DB. Like, oh, hey. there you go. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> I affected somebody. There you go. Right? Yeah. yeah. Turning point. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's, I mean, that's Sunday I night. No. Yeah, but that no, Sunday my night dad, league was my yeah. my dad didn't. You know, my dad started bowling because I started bowling. So like, he'll tell you he did back in university and all that stuff too. But like, he didn't bowl until I was probably in juniors almost mm-hmm. yeah. when he started bowling league. And he didn't know, he didn't join masters until after I did. So, cause he already was a certified coach in other provinces. Right. And they didn't have to join masters at that point. So yeah. he didn't need to. And, um, yeah, so that's, hmm. that's kind of where I learned all about it. And I walked into the open and the first day I played, I was like, I got mixed around in the lane draw and yeah, like I got paired with Bruce and I didn't even know who Bruce was. And <laughs> I knew Michelle Hoyle and I knew Lori and I knew like I knew a bunch of people from like having been coached by them and been around Youth Challenge. But like, yeah, Bruce was like, I'm so glad I did get to bowl with him that day because then I got to know him and he was amazing to bowl with. And Tracy and I remember Tracy passing me on the stairs at um, the Bronx at our final day of the Open, and she asked me what I threw my last game, and I was like, I don't know, like 240 or 250 or something, and she's like, ooh, maybe ladies, and like, that was it. So, you know, I didn't I didn't even know, and it was just such a cool experience to go in there not knowing anything either, right? And now, knowing what I know now is so, so different. So Totally I, different. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes going in blind is better, right? You yeah. have no expectations. You just bowl in your game, right? Totally. Um, so bringing back the Daryl thing, just I always go down the rabbit hole sometimes. So if Daryl never encouraged you to keep bowling or go into competitive things, you would never have met Brett. Then you would never have had three kids with him. And just just think about it, Daryl. Daryl, like yeah. basically. Got you guys together. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> incredible. Well, there were wedding, right? Yeah, yeah, there we go, right? 
Anki Daryl. Oh, Daryl did a speech. Mine was the MC, but Daryl did a speech. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you. And who was uh, who was on your first open team? Ladies? Did you make ladies or mixed? Uh, I had ladies. So I had Tracy and Janice and Barb Morin, um, Heather, and me. And Heather Wellman. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, and there's someone that I'm forgetting, and yeah. I'm so sorry. I said Jenny. I don't remember. Trina, Trina. No, Trina was on the where, next. Where where was 2003 Open Provincial? We're at Heritage. Oh, oh this is where we team. won. We won, and the mixed team won that year too. So yeah. the ladies team did not win. We did not win. Uh, Christine's upset. She has a, a national knack for being the team left behind quite often. I do have a knack for being the team. <laughs> <laughs> zone's going to sweep. She's on the team that doesn't make it. Yeah. Oh, no. Right. It's happened right. to me four, four times. It really happened in 2019. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, that gets you hooked on the open times, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and playing there every year now. Okay, I'm playing the open every year now. This is this is what my job is. Gives you some fire. Yeah. How about you, Brett, for you when you started getting into, you know, competitive end of YBC, what's next for you? When do I play, you know, cash tournaments? Uh, well, yeah, YBC, I'm going at uh, Depot in Calgary. Yeah. And Are you doing the autumn uh, open? Wilson. Sorry. Uh, so Jeff Wilson was coaching. Uh, Pam Marshall at the time, Al Wilson was coaching as well there. And they're the ones kind of, you know, basically giving me shit for going too fast and those sort of things. And, uh, Kind of told me to come play Toppler, so I started playing Toppler my nights. Um, I played the first Open in Calgary. Literally, completely blind. Had no clue really what it was other than it's 20 games, whatever. Um, I ended up being the alternate. And I was going to still sent the alternates up, so I got a, basically a free plane ride to Grand Prairie. And uh, roomed with, uh, who was with there? Len Farrow. Roomed in that one. I got to basically, I was my first kind of watching national, like watching provincials and stuff and kind of understanding what it was a little bit and kind of getting to know people. And like, um, mentioning that year was like Colin Keir and Joe, uh, Joe Wood on that team and stuff. Like it was, it was an old one, it was like 2001, I think it was. So it was, I think Weber actually missed that year. Or I don't know if you being there. I didn't play there. I was, I was yeah. traveling too. Yeah. So it was, it was a neat time to kind of see and have fun and just kind of hang out as an alternate and, you know, hang out. Where, where was that? That was, that was 2001 in Grand Prairie. Sorry, Donna. No, they, yeah, that, uh, I definitely did not make it. I remember driving up with uh, Dave Sanderson because I think Rich and States were both on the mixed. Yeah, they were, yeah. And like Greg Koch was on the team. Cook Greg Koch, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember the mixed team just being, just sounding like, a, that, like we're not really knowing the people that well, just kind of being like a train wreck, like just constant laughter all the time. I'm pretty sure they won that year and went to Grand National, but like, yeah. it was just a, it was just getting to kind of know people a little bit from uh, that world because, you know, you play money at Toppler, but at that point, like, I was, like, maybe a 225 average kind of bowler. Like, I wasn't good, if you will, but, like, good enough that I could make stuff, but it was kind of neat. And then after moving up here, um, so in 2003, me and Brad Wilton and Dave Sanderson came up to watch Provincials in Edmonton. Horror story. In 2004, we came up to watch. That's where I met Christine. And we basically just came up to have fun because I think Brad was in like a free hotel for one or two nights, or what it was. Huh. We came up just to party essentially and uh, got to watch bowling, got to know more people, and kind of 
I kind of want to do this. I should probably work out something. Then moved in, met Christine, moved up here that following year. Missed 2005, watched Christine's team go to nationals in Edmonton again. <laughs> and then uh, and then 2006, made my first mixed team here with uh, our team Heidi. Was it Heather or the Heidi? Yeah, Heather. It was Heather. Yeah, Heather Wellman, Michelle Hoyle, Trina Neufeld, uh, Blair Tuck, and uh, Pollock. Dan Pollock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's when you had seven mm. on the team. Nope. It was just three and three. Oh, it was just six. Okay. Yeah, it was six. You had to fly and up that year. It was the year we flew up. You and you, that was the year we got you and you and Jackson flew up. Is that four mm-hmm. McMurray? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we came Matt. up on the when, on the Wednesday later on. Yeah. Yeah, you guys flew up that one. Missed the yeah. bus ride. Missed the bus ride of the Gong Show. Yeah, that's okay. And then uh, Dwight was our coach that year. It was kind of fun. That so provincials was, was my, awesome. That was my rare. Right that was my oh, rookie yeah. season. That was so your rookie year. I was going to ask you that, Carrie. When was your? Yeah. That was my rookie year. Yeah. There was a lot of rookies that year. Like Edmonton sent like nine or ten rookies that year. Central had quite a few. Like it was just a big wave of rookies that year. Yeah, I think I, I played think. mixed that year. Yeah, yeah you, you did. did. Yeah. So you, won. you guys won. You guys won. Yeah. yeah. It was a new. We had a we had a huge mixed team that year too. Like it was me, yeah. Tweety, um, Gary Barrett, right? Yeah, and there was, was Na- Nancy Shervey, Kelly Hutchinson. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna kill me who the other person was. But it was should have been a monster mixed team, and Rob Hutchinson was uh, actually coaching us that year. That's yeah, crazy. I remember that? There were a lot, yeah, of, big, a lot of big teams that year. Pinfall was so hard at four. Yeah, yeah right? tough house. We had a solid team: Schultz, Jackson, yeah, yeah but Bruce solid team. team. But yeah. yeah, who won that year? Central Men's won that year. Central yeah. Men's. Okay. So that would have been yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, so exactly. ladies. Because I was Tracy Central for... men's always wins when the house is tough. Yeah. Not non So Bonnie Doon's not looking <laughs> good. They're, they're screwed at Bonnie Doon. Bonnie Doon's not looking good this year, guys. Yeah, because yeah, Central men, didn't they win in Airdrie, too? And Airdrie was playing tough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All the so many corners just got roasted. Yeah. Yeah. I know you got your cheek, Bill. Yeah. That yeah. was a. Oh, we don't kill one. That was a good one. Yeah. So yeah. first time, then the two of you played on. So what was your first nationals for the Open? Who went first? Oh, Christine went first, 2006 Open Nationals. Yep. Who was on that team? Uh, what was that like, Christine? It was 05. It was 05. Yeah. And then okay. we were, um, yeah. So I was on the mixed team. Uh, I had me and Heather and okay. Trina Newfeld, and okay. then. Uh, Mike Lacoussier and Greg Evanson and um, Barry oh uh, Barry. no, it was was it Barry? Yeah. Oh yeah, Barry. 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 Yeah, oh, Barry. Yeah. yeah, and Dwight was our coach, so yes. yeah, I got to know Dwight real well. Um, that year, I was actually an All Star, so I was pretty proud of myself. It's my only All Star. Um, so that was I was fun. gonna say the team doesn't sound like a, a star-studded lineup, so somebody must have had some good performances and. Yeah, yeah Mike, I, think, I think both Mike I, and Christine were all stars that year. I beat Mike by like, yeah. like a minimal, like 0. 0.3 or something like that. He sat the last game. He sat the last game. Like, so he was bad as fast. Sounds like a rich move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a lot of fun. We had um, we played against some really good teams too, but yeah, it was we we both played really well. So it was fun. And then yeah, we played in Edmonton. 
Did not do very well in Emerson, but that's okay. Learned at Bonnie well. Doon, of course. Yeah. At Bonnie Doon. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then Brett went in. You went in with 08? I went 08, 09 back to back with different teams, but it's like, I'll back back one. I went to 07, where I won the city. And we went to Lethbridge for provincials. And that, I think, was actually Lynn's last time playing on a team. Howell. So I got to play with Lynn Howell on that team. Uh, Steve Cummings on that team. Who else? Dexter's first Dexter's year that year. That was Puddle's year. year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, maybe maybe <laughs> that was, I, I, I was going to say, I, I know you won a couple nationals and, and you got to bowl with your wife at a nationals. That must yeah. be up in one of your highest, greatest moments, witnessing puddles happen. <laughs> that, anybody wants that story, please come talk to me. Well, well, yeah, well, you can tell us right now. I'm okay with that. I mean, no, no <laughs> big deal. Later in the show. Yeah, <laughs> like an after dark. Then after usually dark. Uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> PG. What's to defend? He pissed himself. <laughs> yeah. Not totally true. He, let's just say he thought he was he thought he was in the right place doing his business until yeah. he woke up in the morning and realized he was not in the right place. He had a great first rookie year, rookie night that will never ever let him die. <laughs> some of those nights, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I mean, our early years of the opens, I mean, a lot. Oh different now and i mean we've probably still made many mistakes i mean hopefully that's something that we've learned that our, our open can't be as i mean we were thursday night friday i mean tuesday night wednesday night thursday night four o'clock oh, in the morning yes. i mean yeah. you know you're going all night and, okay. and it's just not good i mean it's just i mean yeah. it's, you know, not, it's not good for your team you're a terrible teammate if you're up until four o'clock in the morning whether you're performing <laughs> or not, it's not good so <laughs> yes i'm calling myself out i'm calling you out i'm calling everybody out that's done it's it before. only good if your whole team is there with you no. <laughs> it's, it's just not hey good. Then, then it's just that bondy was, that was the trunk of my own nine year <laughs> Save it for Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the Northern Men's Team Haka, and you can start partying whenever you want because it's not going to matter. Shots fired. That's great. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not. It's not coming from the Edmonton men. Don't want to say yeah. that right now. I'm just, not condoning uh, just it. Just the manager. Yeah, I'm not condoning it. <laughs> He speaks well with him. Yeah, it's usually a Tim comment for sure. Oh, I've been I've been very good. I've been very good. So then you two moved down to Medicine Hat and you played the Open together and you both played in the mixed team first. Leftbridge, yeah, and first time playing together would have been exciting. It was close. No, we didn't. Not there. I was on the ladies. Yeah, and Brett was on the mixed team. It's okay. All good. It's been a while. That didn't happen because you were in. You were down south, so that's why yeah. I thought you were on the same team. Yeah. No. My, I, I think at the day after day one, I was leading down there for qualifying, and then I dropped all the way to the mixed team and like was scrambling trying to get back on the men's and just yeah, couldn't do it. And uh, ended up with a mixed team at the time. I was like, I don't know, other than Mike Hershey, I didn't know any people down there at the time. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. We then go back to the whole thing and party. Like, I was convinced I was going to provincials to have a good time. And we were playing at Collingwood up in Edmonton for national for provincials that year. And again, it was the year there was no more like stack teams. That was like uh, Johnny and Annette were on the men's mixed team. Carrie was on the mixed team again that year, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was on the men's team. I was yeah. I remember hosting that one, and our men's team did not play well. I played terrible. Yeah, there, was, that week. There, was, there was some big like there was some big mixed teams that year. Like and like uh, that was like one of Curtis Deering's last year was on the men's team too. And we played ourselves. And that's that's what I kick myself most for is not getting a chance to play with Curtis, but uh, 
So yeah. like I said, we ended up having a good team, and like I went to the game the first two games. I think we lost six two six two. I was like, oh great, and uh, I kind of the attitude like, screw it, I'm just gonna play for myself and just drag you along with me. And I think after that, I think I ended up winning. I think I want to say like sixteen or seventeen matches that weekend. Ended up being all star, and our team ended up going. And you did have some good people. On the yeah, team. yeah, we had some good people. Like, know just didn't know them. Like we had like, like Jim, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith's yeah. a good player. Colleen Floberg and stuff. And, yeah. uh, and even like, like Brenda Verpe. Brenda Verpe and, like, and Tara Holt. Like they're on the you know later half of their careers, but, but they're still, still good like, players. They could shoot when they need to shoot. And knew the open in and out, right? We just but, didn't yeah. know. So. Just people didn't know that. What was that pub that was around the corner at Collingwood? Franco's. Franco's. Still there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think that's why me and Darby didn't put up much of a fight. We're in, we're there in between games. <laughs> well, that doesn't matter because I was up till about four in the morning every night. It was the hospitality. Like I remember driving to breakfast with Mike Hershey, going, "I probably should not be operating." There was room. a really good hospitality room there that year. That was every, I, every I, night I, we had the hospitality was, room, and I think I shut it down every night. Regularly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dad was coaching the north, and I think he missed one game one morning because he. Too, he so. was there. He was there helping and, and yeah. keeping it all. Going that, that was the year that uh, Tweedy missed uh, a whole game because he got, got pulled over by the police. Yeah, yeah. Curtis Kaplan. Yeah. Curtis Kaplan coached the men's for one. Or no, he went down to get Tweedy. He went down because because Tweedy was. Yeah. I think Tweedy was playing that year. I think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He will pick up Tweedy at the. Yeah. That's the year that we had the banquet up at the top of the inn, though, isn't it? Yeah. We had the yeah. hundred year. Yeah. 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 thing on the wednesday night too that was a party wednesday night yeah, yeah it was really cool yeah, okay so they went to national that team and then just kind of rolled to national that one and it was a lot of fun that one too it was i think from the, after game two we led the whole way with that team and just what in my head was an odd team to play with to go from having the year before with uh bruce and perry and sean and matt and mark like having a massive team that you could just hop on anybody's coattails and ride it and then to go from a team where, okay, I guess I got to play. It was, it was a lot of fun. Both both very different experiences for mm-hmm. two years winning back-to-back nationals. It was mm-hmm. with very different personality teams. It teaches you a lot about your game and your personality and who you are and what you bring to a team playing on a mixed team and a men's team and very different personality-wise teams. So yeah, And that was the last year that South men and mixed went to nationals, right? So yeah. that was yeah. – yeah, that was, that was 13, oh, wow. 13 years ago. 13 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, it was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I, think crazy. I think the other ladies that you only missed by a little bit. Like, you guys only missed by. I think we were third. So, I, I think it was close. I, like, I know you were, I knew, it doesn't matter what it was, but um, I, I know that year the ladies was jam tight. Like, it yeah, came down to the last It was pretty game. tight. And it was really cool because I got to play with, like, I got to play with Di, and I got to play with um, Penny and Bobby, and like, Tracy Shipko was on the team. They called her Bobby. <laughs> And Alana, and yeah, they. I got to learn a little bit from a different zone perspective, right? And just kind of how these women approach the game, and and even just like to their credit, that you know sometimes they don't realize the perception other zones have of them, and that like I remember just one time looking at Penny and being like, "You're pretty intimidating to play against," and she's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, <laughs> you don't actually know because you've been doing this for so long. It's the RBF, but. I, yeah, I can see. I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like, for sure. The common term now is the resting bitch face. That like Penny just looked like she was always angry at you. Yeah, yeah. But she's the like, sweetest lady ever. Oh my god! I, I, I never, I never get that RBF vibe from her whatsoever. But I, I, when she's on the lanes, she just has that fire to her. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool. It was really cool to play with that. Yeah, the year in Lethbridge was, was a lot of fun. Like, we also playing, like, League with Diana stuff, like, seeing her week out weekend, like, all those weeks and stuff. And the nights that we'd make her stay and have a drink with us after. Yeah. Or drink drink. It was really fun. I made her drink drink. <laughs> we never guessed this. I'll let you guys even try this. What is Diane's drink of choice? Anyone know? Absolutely no clue. Ryan Coke. Uh, Tim, you. Oh, I was going to say, Tim Tim might know. He spent a, an evening on her lap, so. No, I, I was on her lap. I was. After I used, dark. I, no, 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 no. I, I, I used her shoulder as a, as a pillow. I said, I said, Di, can I use your shoulder as a pillow? I need a little nappy poo. And she's like, okay, Tim. That was my, that was my rookie so, so and it's my master's. Ryan, Ryan Coke, eh? Ryan Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun year. Like, it was the year like, the we had come out. So, like, after we moved down there, we had, like, Tracy and Darren and the violinist Mike and Diane come over. And we're playing, like, we bowling on the Wii in our basement. Nice. It was, yeah. it was those kind of funny things, just watching, like, Dan, like, do an approach on the Wii bowling back in the day. Like, yeah. line up for her like yeah. your lineup. Yeah. Probably the same. Horrible. It was the weirdest thing ever. I got the hits and, like, cool memories of Diane stuff, which is kind of, I always laugh because I was like, oh, Diane, like this little, like, you know, blowing ever that no one can touch. I'm like, no, she's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many times I heard her swear at Nationals in uh, in Saskatoon that year. Oh, yeah. She was pretty good. Well, she, she, uh, one game, she I think she shot three or four two pins in a game. Spared them yeah. all. Still won her match by 50 or 60 or something like that. Oh. But I, after, like, the second one, I, I heard, like, in the F-bomb, and then third oh, one yeah. was, like, F-bomb, F-bomb. Yeah. Right? And uh, my, Mike's just sitting there, just shaking his head. Oh, <laughs> that little, like, kicks the approach really hard. When it's yeah. Like, yeah. You, see it. you don't see it. No it's one okay. else sees it, but you're right next to her. You see you. There, there, you know. there it is. I love well, seeing it. Leave the old toast up. Yeah, we had leave one night. I was I was giving Diana the gears. And uh, she started, you know, basically telling me to where to go. And uh, Jerry kind of looked at her. She goes, Diane, I don't know if I've ever heard you swear. I turned to Jerry. I'm like, fuck, she swears like a sailor. Pushes <laughs> <laughs> me away. Yeah. I laugh my ass off. It's, yeah. just, it's just those funny things. Yeah. So we're just gonna call her out and just yeah. and interpret by oh, her until she comes on the show, right? Because that's gonna I'm help really her getting her on the show. I pulled this year for yeah. the first time. She now, now she can text emojis now. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right after she texts, she gets to send an emoji now. Yeah. Close, getting closer. So can, I mean, convince her to come on. Yeah. Get her to come yeah. On. We'll try. It's technology, man. Careful. We'll try. You just got an iPhone, man. <laughs> you just have to click a link and we're good. <laughs> you need um, something. <laughs> so how how much I mean obviously you guys played out Edmonton for a lot of years we looked at it, Christine's made ten Edmonton teams Brett's made eight um, nope. how how much like I know we're talking a little bit about the difference playing for a different zone um, but was like what was some big attributes that were completely different playing out of South and Edmonton and what and what did you take from it like what, like did you learn from playing at a different zone honestly I think. For me, it made coming home that much sweeter. Like the, it was. We were set up when we went down there. Like obviously, we didn't go knowing that it was only going to be a year. So we went down kind of with the intention on setting ourselves up there, and uh, and to be, you know, to be honest, we kind of got like ripped out of there really quickly, and then we came back home. And I made the team, but then it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, like I wasn't settled on the team that year, so it was hard the first year back, and it was hard. It was hard from being in the South 
to watch the teammates that you'd had for so long kind of turn their back on you um and to be like no no you're with another zone now like that was kind of hard and it was a little harsh but i feel like there was probably a, a lot of rookies out of edmonton that year too and i think it was a, uh, it was just kind of a tough year and they were hosting there's a lot going on so that was hard um to see but it was also like really great to just forge some of those friendships like with people that you know we like we would never have had that relationship with Di before or for Nettie or even the Deerings, right? Like, um, you know, we've known them for forever. And then uh, I think just to be able to look at your own game in a different perspective and what can I actually bring to a team and not like, how do I interact with my team or how do my teammates interact with me? Um, I think was really kind of eye-opening to recognize where your own place and your own role on a team can be. Yeah. So. And then it made coming back to Edmonton and, you know, I made the team in 2010, but and I made singles and I both, and that was really cool. But like, I didn't play the team game very well. And then in 2011, obviously I had a baby, so I didn't play, but like, you know, I think it just really changed my perspective on what I can bring to a team myself. So I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's something so hard about every team that you play on is because it's so different every year, you almost every year figuring out where you fit. Yeah. You know yeah. your strengths, you hopefully know yeah. your weaknesses, but you don't over, you know, strength. You just, it, it, every yeah. year, that's what's so unique, unique about the yoga, yeah. that you have to mesh really quick and figure out that role uh, yeah. and not uh, and not overstep your boundary, I think it is it's probably the hardest thing to do. Well, and, and sometimes, sometimes you have to go, yeah. And learning, like, when to even step back, right? Like, I know just going from like the mix, the men's, the, the South in those three years, having three such very different teams with like, you know, having the strong personalities of the, like the Matt and Mark and those guys who were like at the time with big fire and stuff at times. And, and then having Bruce and Lynn together on the, in the pit with you and stuff, just the way they bounce off each other and kind of learning from that. And then going and playing with the South and trying to figure out how I can recreate the way that felt and to put it into a new team. And like I've, I try to take things that all teams have played with as far as what can I bring to this team. And, you know, some some teams, you've got to be a leader on that team. Some teams, you've just got to sit back and just hang out with the team. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you wait too long to speak up. Like, I, I still say to this day, I think I waited too long on our 2015 team with Daryl and Adam on that team in Shore Park there, where I think, Daryl, you wanted it that bad because it was your first year back after a few years. We were in Shore Park. And I kind of, I know for myself, I let you and Adam and the guys just kind of run, like, well, basically kind of run the team, be the kind of the captains, if you will, right? And I think it wasn't until we had that one lunch where we were like, okay, how do we attack this and move? And then I kind of spoke up. I'm like, just put me lead, give me, give me Lorchester. I've coached him, youth. I know him. We're good. And we started that lineup, and all of a sudden, that's when we saw our role started going, right? And how we went from being like 20-some points out to nearly winning, going down to the last ball in 10, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just learning those phases and learning maybe I should have spoke up earlier on that team or maybe I should have done something differently or well, I think every, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's it. I think every team you have different, different things you see. I think that was and just it one takes of the time. It takes, it takes a little bit. It takes a few games to get going because you may have a perception you're going to be something to start with. And then it's like, okay, yeah. I'm not. And that needs to be something different. And that's the good, a good teammate is recognizing where that is and where a change needs to sometimes happen. And yeah. then the fire starts rolling. Yeah. Like, it's a hard line to tell all of us. We all have our own our own egos in check to say, hey, man, I think it's time for you to just 
sit back for a second and just yeah. chill out or other times like i need you to go like i need i need some fire behind me let's go right yeah, like, quite, quite frankly i think that that's such a huge role for the coach yeah right because that, that that coach has to know when to step in when to allow others right yeah to, to, to step up and do all that stuff and, yeah. um that 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 year i, I don't think we had that to, to, to be perfectly honest and and that slow start really kind of got into all of our heads and, and we knew yeah. how, how talented we were and it was just a matter of time and yeah. uh yeah well once we did find it yeah it, yeah it was, it, it was, it was what, that, that most well, of the games are crazy I still remember yeah. that one. whether it was the line change or whether it was just a change in all of our mentalities right yeah, so regardless so sometimes yeah. you just need to change for the sake of change yeah. exactly. I mean, let something happen right that, that, that year, you guys had a unique team. I mean, I mean, I love Marty to death, but Marty um, was—he was in and out of bowling. He wasn't—he had a different niche. And then Stephen wanted to come off the bench the whole time. Medhurst, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he didn't want to play. No, he didn't want to play. So, so, so weird, it was—it was—it was a different—it was a different circumstance altogether. I remember when I because I was there and I was you know co-chairing it with with Christine and whatnot and and Jen. I, I, me- I remember D, uh, DB's like, "Hey, Weber can't see. Can you pull down that sign?" I'm like. Yeah, fuck that. Weber can suck it up. He can't see his line. He's being a bitch, right? You know, I just like just to get to myself. You guys, you guys were rock bottom there for a second, and I, I can see it. But you guys came back, and you know, <laughs> one ball away from from an national championship. Tom right? Baker threw a triple in the tenth to beat to beat Schultz. Schultz. Like 10. Yeah, and Schultz, I, th- I think Schultz, I think Schultz punched, and then I, I remember I, I, I punched the the counter, and everybody it echoed through the yeah. whole building, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I think we were down like it was either eighteen and a half or twenty one and a half with four yeah, games one. to go, and yeah. we almost made it back. Yeah. We only half of that. We beat everybody the last day. Like and and, and you know, like, with like, like, sevens and eights. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I say and I say to this day, I know we made that that open <laughs> format change where we do the singles at the beginning, and you know you don't have the traditional on the Saturday, but I think that is the prime example, and I'll give Tweedy credit. Was having those five or seven or eight games on the Sunday, or sorry, on the yeah. Saturday, the final day. You can go on those runs, right? And nobody's out of it full, going last can, bit. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, for a team aspect, which is majority of the event, I think it's a way better aspect. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, the yeah. event is a team. What is that? What does every other province do? Can we get some? Uh, BC, they do a do team they do format. Singles on Single, Saturday, no, or do they do singles first? Singles is uh, in the morning every day. They qualify. So sometimes Hello? they go in bright early in the morning. They play a five game set or five game five 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 and five, throw out the whole, first all, and then they do finals on the Saturday. Um, Saskatchewan, I don't think yeah. I think they might do it on the day of. Uh, Winnipeg is a different story. <laughs> the Open yeah. uh, on Ontario, they do uh, the singles on the end, I believe, at the end. And Quebec, they pick an all star team. So you qualify mm-hmm. as a team and you do an all-star team. That's how you pick that. So how does one person win singles in Quebec? You probably your uh, top, based... top qualifier. Or do they, top, do they, do they, play, like they play team and singles? Team, I think. And then you, I don't Just know. I can't quote on that. Uh, separate person as singles. I think I think you, I think they maybe. take the maybe you do the singles there and then but the team is based off of all-star. It's not based off the team that wins at the provincials. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's your. Your top qualifiers, men and lady, that is your singles, and they play on the mixed team yeah, too. Yeah, it could be. 
I'll be on the men's team. Yeah, or on the men's team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, very well, sure. it could be that, yeah. And then, obviously, the like the smaller provinces, they just qualify. And then, based off your aggregate, goes that way, so... Yeah, I think my mindset kind of changed on, on that over the years, too. I, I used to love having the Saturday afternoon after the team event, right? You, you roll through the single step ladder. Everybody's actually there, which is the big yeah. key in my mind. Uh, and, and it's kind of that, that showcase. Everybody's having a few drinks. Tournament's over. Everyone's relaxed. Everyone's cheering. Um, so so that, that side of it was, was a lot of fun to play in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, for for the tournament itself, getting the singles out of the way on the Wednesday, I think is the best thing for any type of a team mentality. Um, now the the only difference is you're going to have two people, like male and female, that are already going to nationals. You wonder if that changes their mindset at all. Maybe it loosens them up a little bit throughout the weekend. I, I don't know necessarily. Change your mind. Uh, well, the thing is, well, now that you can actually play both. It, it shouldn't change anything. Yeah, so I right? think that that would almost make double motivation now for that player, yeah. I would think. Any yeah, player yeah. who's playing singles now, that's double. I want to play both at Nationals. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to play both, and you, I mean, maybe some people mm-hmm. in their elder times, yeah. but I think for anybody, you 98%, the 98% of the people would want to play both at Nationals. That's it the, it the, is the, a long haul at Nationals, but it's worth every it, minute. That's right. I wouldn't know, Adam. I wouldn't yeah. know. Sorry, sorry. Me, me, me neither, Adam. <laughs> yeah. hey, the I only one I haven't beaten in the finals here is uh, DB. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been nowhere near a finals there, buddy. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's definitely way better. But going back to team spots, uh, each team I think is totally different. You know, each team is made up of different. Um, I, I think it's... Um, like you look at our, our our Edmonton men's team, I think there's certain spots for certain people at the beginning, but it never ever ends up being that way at the end, right? And no. uh, things change, and um, yeah, it's just people gel. I mean, like I played in when I played 2017 up in GP, like uh, Michael alluded, we buried Weber in three, and they put me in anchor. And I no on paper, issues. you would never you would never think that would be a situation, but. Um, just, I think there's just with experience over time, everybody can play anywhere and just kind of go with the flow. Right. I just think you, you start with a lineup where people are a little bit more comfortable or, or maybe yeah. where, where some people make sense, right? Like typically I will play probably like four or five more for the pacing than, than anything else. Yeah. Right. So, um, but I, I very rarely end there. And I, I'm quite fine with that. I'll, I'll play anywhere. I'll play on the bench if I have to, right? Well, and I think that goes back to yeah, learning. Every team is a little bit different. And sometimes it takes a couple of games or a little bit or a day or two to get going. Yeah. But as long as you continue to have faith in yourself that you're going to get her going. Well, then it comes down to your coach, too, to make those changes, right? Sometimes coaches are hesitant to put players in certain player positions. Like, yeah. I go back to our 2018 where you had Bruce, Perry, Mark, Matt, myself, and Sean Heller. And after three games, the first game, like Perry came out and shot 405 or 410 the first game. And I was the first game, I was nervous as hell. My first nationals, I was basically standing by the garbage can for the first eight frames ready to puke. And uh, two games later, I started, I people lanes like, I'm going to throw you an anchor because you're the only one consistent right now. I'm like, okay. And then I stayed there until the second last game. Like, just on a team of that power, it just seems weird to be there. And still to this day, that seems like a weird place to put me at the time. We usually ended up, in, when I was in Calgary, usually Rich would end up as an anchor. 
just so typically that's where he performed the best and uh we, we didn't throw like a whole lot of pressure on him because he usually throws three pins under pressure and he didn't need to right <laughs> what so. uh what team is uh, rich weber playing on this year uh, I don't know, some bench, I think. <laughs> zone, zone six, zone six. Same as me, bud. Zone six all stars. Like yeah, him, Holdsworth, yeah. and Bobby Kite. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a sweet great up there. Yeah. Just, just shows how deep this province is, though. And every zone is very difficult to get out of, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's huge teams everywhere. Uh, Christine, to you, 2012 ladies team national gold or national. Who was on that? Uh, uh, that you did win nationals, open mm-hmm. ladies. Who was on that team? And let's walk through that experience. Uh, so we swept that year, which was amazing. So really cool that Brittany were able to go to nationals together. Um, awesome that it was in Gatineau. I have lots of family in the Ottawa area, so family that doesn't ever get to see me rule. So it was really cool. My mom and dad both came with us and. Colton came along for the ride as a little one-year-old. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had uh, Annette and uh, Jen Baker and Haley and um, Heidi. Heidi. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, oh, and Melissa Worrell was on our team. And Jerry was our coach. Yeah. Wasn't that the year that Heidi had to spare the corner? No, no, no. That was the year she got a foul oh, in the because she, um, like, stuck. In yeah. the yeah, in the our first match against Quebec, and she like went down over the lane, like touched the touched the lane over the line, and um, she I thought it was a three. Oh, well, it was a yeah, it was a outside deuce, I think too, with a foul, and then Helen like punched a head pin, and then backed way up, right. and like Heidi had to throw another ball, and she was like shaking <laughs> on the approach but i stood behind her and i was like come on honey girl like you got this easy peasy here we go and sure as hell she went and spared it and it was, it was an absolute bomb, bomb like it was you know yeah. it was incredible like but, we ran the stepladder that year we had to beat the manitoba ladies twice um yeah it was just it was amazing did you so, meet karen both times yeah i had to play karen um yeah, Peter twice so yeah, it was really good. So it was a. Uh, that, that's got to be something on your bio that we could have. Yeah. Yeah. I beat Karen F. Armstrong twice yes, in a national F-A. gold medal match. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely probably one of my top definitely top moments. Top. Like a real yes, big so. check mark for me. Like just yeah. to be able to play against someone with her you know, with her resume and her like just Karen. She's an amazing person. So mm-hmm. like you know, be able. Um, to play against her and with her was <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool on my list. So yeah, love you too. But yeah. To win the national gold medal again, you know, get that around your neck is is an experience, and to have that yeah, now, now, now you got one. You know, yeah. Champions room, have some fun. No, no, I'm pregnant. So, oh, right. yes. <laughs> so that's when we told everybody in the airport that I was pregnant. Um, oh, pretty early. So I thought it was gonna. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna. Um, be apparent pretty quickly that Christine wasn't drinking. So uh, I got my husband got to bear the fruit of my labor that week. And anytime someone from another province was like, let me get you a drink. I was like, 
Sure, Ryan calls. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, have you seen Brett? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he's over there. So then I go and I'd, I'd walk to the chamber table, grab a little drinks, walk back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part was they tried to charge me for pop. Like there was out of a two liter bottle at Nationals that they were pouring. And I went two over to get a drink and they were like, oh, that's $2. And I was like, you see, I'm sitting at the head table, right? Like, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. I forgot my wallet. Like, I'll be back. So, I don't know. But yeah, it was a good time. It was it was really awesome. It was an incredible experience with an incredible group of women, and uh, you know something I'm definitely so proud of and proud of what we were able to accomplish. So really cool yeah. to be able to climb that ladder. So that yeah, was fun. Uh, and then um, mixed teams together. Did we play together before? Yeah, we played uh, twice, twice now. now. You have okay. Yeah, yeah we did twenty seventeen in, in Grand Prairie, and we did not play very well. Oh, um, really? <laughs> now, how was that? Nope. Talking about Nobody learning how to play with a teammate. Oh, I did. I did. Learning how to play with a teammate. Now you're <laughs> going to play with your wife or your husband. Yeah. yeah. And, I think we went to a pretty, like, because at that point we had pulled enough tournaments as general between Masters and Opens, all those things that you have those drives back from Calgary and Red Deer stuff where you sit in the car and you overhash things to no end with each yeah. other, right? Yeah. Um, we had far too many bowling conversations on drives home from tournaments and things over the years that. By the time we got a chance to play on a team with each other, we kind of already knew how we were going to handle it. And it was just a matter of kind of finding that right rhythm of where I kind of let her speak and where I kind of just push away from it. And like I step in. And, yeah. I think and, we, and I think that year was actually fine. It. Well, that year was I think we overthought, overthought it because we had that year we had Cody Steer and Jerry Harris uh, and Chuck on the team. And I tried to kind of take the two young kids under my wing because at that point I had some experience and I was good to go and I thought I could handle it. And it was just, it became. A pressure cooker of just emotions of Grand Prairie being an absolute yeah, bear that year. Yeah. Like, kind of play, right? like just, well, and we had Heidi and Danielle and her. Like when guys are, when guys are averaging two fifty five and winning all stars, that's yeah. It was, two, it was two forty, and I was second highest all star. Wow. Yeah, but also hard. I mean, as a couple, to also be on the team, you don't want to overtake the team and feel like you know it's it's exactly yeah. so you got to fall back sometimes like you say you want to take them under your wing but maybe it's yeah. not the time let yeah. them be the lead because yeah you know you mean like that's again the team dynamics a, of learning how you operate yeah no, I think it, it was tough too because we played some of our friends right like we yeah. played against like Harvey and Christine were on the team, team yeah. and like Beth like the Calgary team was really great that year and they and Jeff like. They're all our good friends, right? Yeah, so that was, that was actually the first time I'm actually going to play against Jeff. He always coached the ladies' teams. Yeah. So that's something, oh, like, right. as a former coach, like he coached me in YBC. So the first time I'm actually going to play against a former coach, essentially, right? So mm-hmm. that was kind of neat too for me, just that side of it. And just at that point, you had we had so many friends across the province, and it's just it was hard to be upset to lose them sometimes. Like yeah, totally. When you lose to you know Harvey playing one of his last opens with his daughter on the same team together. Yeah. You feel a little bit less sad about losing to to that. Like we would have been a cool yeah. story, but they're also a really cool story. Super yeah. cool yeah. story. Yeah. Super, yeah. 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 Um, I I do have to say though, I know you're talking about taking those two under the wing. I'm pretty sure Carrie and I took them under their wing the first night when the, we were there in GP. Oh, problems. Yeah, we we took good care of those two they, boys. They really yes. enjoyed themselves. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. They, they too, it was more the bus ride up there, probably. <laughs> I was one about jello shots. So, you know. <laughs> I like it was after we got to the hotel. The hotel just got, got returned. You guys, you guys went for a, a place to a, a special bar. 
Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was an interesting time in our lives for sure. Yeah. <laughs> actually, funny story. I actually made fun of uh, Jeremy one morning. The man goes and pours a bowl of Fruit Loops, and I hope he's listening to this. And so he's what? How old he's maybe nineteen, twenty at the time? He's still, he still looks like he's twelve. But he pours a bowl of Fruit Loops, and then he grabs like two scoops of sugar and puts it on there. I'm like. What on the top, hell? On like, top of Fruit Loops? Yeah, on top of his Fruit Loops. I'm like, that's diabetes in a bowl, man. So, like, okay. so Jer- I, I love Jeremy. Obviously, we're close friends with him. Awesome. Uh, we we took, uh, during Adam's stag, uh, Katie Rayner's husband, we went out and uh, and we were, his, obviously his dad was with him. And uh, he's 20, mid-20s, right? Mid-20s. And we were going out for dinner. He orders a burger. And it comes with mayonnaise. <laughs> it comes with mayonnaise. And then Jeremy's like, Dad, there's mayonnaise on it. So the he's the wait, waiter comes over and he's like, uh, there's some mayonnaise on on my son's burger. I'm like, I looked at him, he's like, You're twenty something years old. Like 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 you can handle this yourself. Like speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. And he's like, Well, you know, like God bless Jeremy, right? But I'm pretty sure like, I have a picture of Cody and Jeremy actually coloring when we went for dinner one yeah, time as a child. Yeah. We, I, well, they're rookies, so I got the coloring pages at dinner. Oh, so that'll be good. One, that'll be good one. Twenty years from now, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 that was a good time. Yeah, at least we got a chance to redeem ourselves, though. Two years later, with uh, the 2019 team. Yeah, 19 was a little different. Yeah. So then you won. You win provincials. Who's on that team? Set the stage there. So we had uh, Brittany and Brittany Lacusta and <laughs> um, Brittany Lacusta and Julia Robko and um, we had Brett Mapstone and we had Adam Campbell on the team. And Jerry was oh, great! Yeah. yeah, solid yeah, team there. So, Super yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really fun. It was a it was a good time. Like I had just Adam and I had been together with you, Tim, on the mixed team the year before. So. Right. Um, yeah, I had I had a blast playing with the two of you, and I knew that like Adam um, would play really well with Brett, so I was pretty excited for that. Yeah, and was... I don't think you played with Mapstone before. No. Yeah, so that was you know different, and um, like just really excited. Brett had talked to Brittany Lacusta at I think Green Gold the year before. I was like, why like, don't hey, she play? You should the be open? playing the Open. Yeah. So so then to have her make the team and yeah, be on the same team with me, that was it was really cool. a nice little. And, you know, getting to know Julie, uh, like outside of the board, because you know she talks so much at E5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, yeah, she. So yeah. it was really, it was really fun, and having Jerry as a coach, like you know, I, I love Jerry to bits, and I'll, yeah. I'll choose her any day. Her name is there, so. Um, yeah, that one. I think we played, we played it a little bit differently as a couple, and um, I think even our approach to going into it, like go to practice and stuff. You go into practice throw. Balls in the middle. Yeah, we. I just we, approached the game. We approached it a little bit, like we practiced differently. We approached to not screw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we approached like we hadn't played very well the last time we had an opportunity to know, we ended up our team ended up finding a really good rhythm. A couple games in, I was on the bench, and I never really mo- like most of the time. Most teams, you go like you know, you start on the bench, you go into the game. And then you start the next game. Well, that didn't really end up working work for us. So what really ended up working was Christine just starts on the bench. And I just went in every game from probably like, like you started, the second block I think on. you started two games at Polish that whole time. Well, yeah, and one of you got pulled yeah. in like the fourth frame. Yeah. You're back on the bench. You stay there. And when you came on the bench, and like when you came on the bench, it was it became a thing that when we were playing teams that later on, when Christine on the bench, whoever you were playing would just fold because she was running matches on people. 
and taking like student points left, right, and center. I think that a lot of times she came out, I think maybe only two or three times where you were like mathematically able to win or you only lost two of them. The only one yeah. came in for like two, you came in for team point essentially, but yeah, yeah, it was really cool. So I'd thing. never like, I'd never even seen that really happen before. So to be actually like a part of it was, was really cool. And to yeah. be, to be the part. Like, and then to take it to nationals and have the same things going on, like having other teams going, why is Christine not playing? I'm like, She's really good on the bench. Yeah, oh, I put her in. And we tried playing a full game. She can't do it. it was oh, man. A half game. I got pulled against like Northwest Territories. That was terrible. Yeah, we put out. No, no, no. go in there. It was like, terrible. Yeah, it was like five, I think. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was funny. It's just one of those weird things that with teams, that, you know, you find your rhythms, you find your things, and I don't know if I've ever been on a team or seen another team play with one person on the bench. 95 percent of the time yeah but like where we talked about playing like and knowing your role and what you can bring to a team like i feel like that was just such a great spot like you know jerry jerry's not able to coach the same way she did you know 15 20 years ago or and uh oh, thanks, <laughs> but so, like so she'd be kind of like sitting at the bench and or at the desk and stuff like that and then i'd kind of be on the other side like you know right up at the front and um you know just talking people through it and keeping people loosey-goosey and you know mixed team is all about having a, like every team is about having a good time but like mixed team you guys have all played on mixed teams and you know like it's just such a different vibe from playing on the next team or playing on yeah. the ladies team you know it's definitely a little bit more chill and you know you have a few more inside jokes and um yeah. stuff like that right yeah. so but when it gets down to it you gotta you gotta yeah, execute and, and commit to the cause yeah. of being there to win totally the game yeah, is still the right. same so yeah. it was really cool and just yeah. really awesome that like anytime Brett would go up and throw a huge shot, like that I was able to be yeah. the first one who was there for him when yeah. he came off the lane. Or mm -hmm. When I would go up and throw a big shot, that he was like right there somewhere close. Well, yeah, eventually like, our second last match of the day was on Saturday. It was against Calgary. At that point, I think we were one point apart from each other. And it was basically it was us or them. And I still remember that game. Like we had come off a rough, rough loss to, lost to South. And they had come off a rough loss to Central. And both teams who are leading, essentially in leading the tournament, coming in one point apart, and both just feeling like, what the hell just happened? Where is our tournament going? And then having that game just kind of, for us and myself, it clicked. And as I think I ran. You shot a monster, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was like three, I think it was like three, yeah. seven, Derek. And like, I think after five frames, like Derek was just like, yeah, you, you win. <laughs> I just I run away. I think it was my yeah, I went, went double chop and then ran strikes through nine or something like that. And... It was a good game. Too bad it wasn't on the live stream. Yeah, it was just barely <laughs> off. It turned you at the end. Those are the matches we made. Point, all teams are made, right? Like, it's not your fault, Carrie. It's okay. At that point, the men's team was already set. The girls' the ladies' team was already set, and we were the last Edmonton team to kind of punch our ticket, right? So the drive oh, was there. That was on nine and ten, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 In the corner there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a fun match to be part of, and just kind of remembering bits and pieces of that and stuff. It was, it was a cool game. It was a cool game. Uh -huh. Well, before we wrap up Open, let's chat about this year's qualifying. Um, Brett, you're on the men's team now for Edmonton, playing. Yeah. Huge yeah. first day, one of the group that uh, led the way at Bonnie Doon, 290 average on day one, and then obviously held in there on day two at St. Albert. Um, you know, you're playing exceptional these days. Got to feel good about that Open team uh, going in with you guys. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I kind of went with attitudes. I was one disappointed that COVID killed the mix team I made the year before with um, playing with Tyler. 
Because, like, you know, you all have that list of guys you want to play with it coming up mm-hmm. and guys you haven't played. Like, I get to play with Tim. This is my first team with Tim. Yeah. Uh, you always have those lists of people you kind of want to play with. And, like, Tyler's always one of the guys. Like, I, I was upset that I didn't get to play a team with him. Um, so, one, just knowing he's going to be a competitor, I want to be up there and give myself a chance. And then my selfish side of me is I wanted I wanted singles badly because it's the only medal at national I don't have, and I want to kind of take a shot at it. And I know how hard it is to get there, especially coming out of Edmonton. So I knew if I'd give myself a chance the first day and keep myself up there, there's a small chance I could pluck away on Sunday. And unfortunately, St. Albert was St. Albert, and I was able to hold myself in. But, like, it's hard when you're chasing guys like Tim and Adam and Tyler and those guys. They're hard guys to chase down, regardless of the house, right? So, um, yeah, but, but huge. Being, I mean, being on that team, like I said, I'm looking forward to this team. It's immensely like I played with Kemp now a couple times. Um, Looking forward to playing with Tim, played with Weber before. Um, so kind of knowing what those guys are like and having Lynn as a coach and then just looking at the competition from Calgary and Central both and just like knowing what kind of monster scores are going to come out of this at Provincials is going to be – it's going to be fun regardless. And I just hope I'm not on the losing side of those because <laughs> – yeah. yeah. It's 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 gonna happen. We're gonna we're gonna everybody, everybody's gonna lose to the high game. Everybody's gonna lose. Yeah, you know, like you you even look at uh, look at South and you look at North and they're all really solid teams there. And like I said, like I feel like Bonnie Dune is like Grand Prairie, where tougher score kind of narrowed in the the Bonnie Dune being such good scoring, it could it's gonna narrow the field in too, right? And um, anybody can get hot. Anybody can throw some strikes together. And uh, I think that's. Usually you go on a provincials and you have a good feeling that you're going to be up there. I'm nervous, and then, and I say that because it, I think it's just really good scoring there, and anything can happen, right? You just don't know. Well, yeah, you look at all, you look at all teams. Like even go to North, like Scott Hawkins, yeah. one green goal. Like you can play there. You know how to bowl when you do. Yeah. Well, well, teams can get on runs. They can go yeah. two or three games in a row, and whether any zone, like you said, Tim, North or South or anywhere, um, you know looking at paper, maybe a little bit weaker, but that's going to give them ammunition to go and believe that they can and get it hot at Bonnie Dune. And you can go and, and run a three games run, get three wins, and uh, it, it makes a big dent in the standing. So it's going to be exciting for all teams to gun it out. I think at Bonnie Dune, you're going to see the teams that stay engaged are going to be the ones yeah. that play well, right? You, you're not going to have sleepers in this this format at that center right so you have to be be engaged the whole time yeah mental grind yeah and and quite frankly over you know 20 game format like i still think the better team of that weekend is still going to be the better team at the end oh yeah yeah i I think grand prairie was a little bit different i think grand prairie was a little bit different because the latent scoring was so bad up there um, that it, it was just the team that could grind. At least the scores here are just going to be huge, right? Yeah. In, in GP too, you you noticed it, just the way that people are reacting. Like people, like I keep using the oh, word yeah. engaged or whatever. They disengage. They're just like, oh, I don't want anything to do with this anymore. I'm just, yeah. I yeah. put yeah. me on the bench because nothing good is coming out of this, right? Yeah. Well, it's like it was uh, like even give up. even seeing Albert right. qualifying. Like that was oh, yeah. probably one of the quietest Sundays I played ever. Yeah. As a whole, like there was not much going it on. Was like, hard. It was hard for anybody to get anything and, really emotionally and, yeah, going. Doing this and that, when you know you're grinding, you're just kind of looking over, going, "Okay, I, I, I lost ten pins. I lost. I gained twenty pins. Oh, I gained forty. I lost twenty. Like, yeah, yeah it, it was crazy. Remember, I looked at you, Brett, and I said, "Man, top six high game was two ten that game or two yeah. something." I was like, "Holy yeah. cow!" Yeah. 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 Y
Yeah, he yeah. would send me his scores, and I was like, ooh, that wasn't very good. Like, yeah, that's going to hurt you. And, and then I would like, send Tim and everyone was around me. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I lost nine games that game. We're fine. Sorry, let's go Masters a little bit. Keep on sure. going, guys. Um, Christine, you've obviously done the Masters. Brett, not so much. Uh, but two Masters teams, ladies teams, 2005, 2008, um, any, at any point in time, making the Masters, especially out of Alberta, being part of the provincial ladies team, um, huge accolade. So tell us about those events for yourself. Yeah, it was super special. It was 05 and 06, actually, back-to-back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I same kind of thing. Like, I went into Masters not really knowing what to expect. Um, and I think the first year I played, like, I played the whole year in I missed by not by a lot. I think like it wasn't. Lost a frame in that. No, no, that was no, that was not that year. No, I think that was in twelve. No domestic We're fine. No, but so in two thousand five, I made the team for my first time. That was, you know, incredible. I played with Jen and Tracy and Michelle Gardner um, and um, Shauna, and it was cool because I got to play on a five-person team again. So such so different. You know, you guys have all done it too, like playing on a five-person team versus on a six-person team. Like, there's no pull. There's nowhere to hide. Um, and we had Mike Violini as our coach. So you know, a real you know historic coach with so much experience and so many accolades that I've built. So really cool um, experience there. And we played in Red Deer. So again, another nationals where I didn't get to go very far. Um, but that's okay. I had all my first ones out of the way. So it was cool. And uh, yeah, it was incredible. We played um, at Heritage and at Riverside and at Olds. And Southern Lake. Lake. Southern Lake. Oh, I don't. We didn't play in Southern Lake. We only played at oh, the ladies. Then yeah. So um, yeah, with the like door open and the train going by yeah. and yeah, like all kinds. Of, <laughs> it was crazy, um, but really cool. Like you know, I'd never, I'd never, I don't think I'd ever picked up a bowling ball in the month of July before. So um, you know, that was really interesting to to play through the summer and just kind of do that. Um, my dad was on the teaching men's team for his first year, so. Um, really cool to be able to experience that um, both going to nationals at the same time. Uh, Alberta swept everything that year. So really cool to be, uh, you know, up in the president's suite, after, you know, after we were all done and Brian was toasting everybody with champagne and it was all in this team and they won gold and gold and gold and just to, you know, hear everybody cheer and all that stuff. And um I don't think, uh, like, Di didn't play very well that year. She was a single, so we didn't actually go and watch the singles, um, Bold the Stepladder. So um, it was, we just hung out in the pool all afternoon at the um, hotel in Red Deer. So Free. the Capri. So <laughs> it was a good time. We, were, we already had a good time headed into that, that banquet. And all Mike said to us was that I asked that you ladies are able to stand to get your medals. So <laughs> we were able to stand to get our medals and it was, you know, a really, really cool experience there. Yeah, a little bit of leaning, but it was good. And then just to be able to celebrate with everybody that night was, was really awesome. Like the Masters is such a, such a cool event. And I remember even after I made like my first couple open teams talking to uh, Jim and Linda Bradshaw about, you know, bowling and stuff. And 
uh, Linda said to me, like, Christine, you, like, this is amazing, but you have to make the Masters. Like, the Masters is just, like, like top-notch. And just being there and experiencing it for myself, like, I do, I love the Open, but there is something about Masters that's different and being able to play with women from across the province that I would never have a chance to play with, right? It was, um, was really incredible. Um, you know, something I definitely will cherish for a long, long time that I'd, I'd love to get back to. Like, you know, I might, I may play Masters next year. Yes. <laughs> you almost I almost, I almost, I, was, I love you know, Brett's just chirping the back. <laughs> <laughs> he told me, he's like, you better commit to it online. And I'm like, oh my God, I well, don't know. Calls you on it. Calls me on yeah. But I, you know, it's just. I almost played in January just because I was, you know, feeling kind of down about bowling and a little frustrated. And I almost just went like, screw it. I, I need a reason to to want to show up because I knew I wasn't going to be able to play the Open this year. So I almost just needed that, you know, incentive to actually come out and play. Like as the boys get older and they have more commitments and, you know, it's we have to, I see why so many, you know, bowling couples with kids have had to make those decisions where one parent plays masters and one parent plays the open and stuff like that because you can't like it's not fair to your family and not fair to your kids to be you know to to take that time away from them either right so yeah so i'm i am strongly leaning towards playing masters next year center form <laughs> But yeah, so and not to say that I won't play the open again, and just like this year it didn't work out. So, but yeah, yeah. I, I definitely miss playing with those women, and you know, um, just the camaraderie that you're able to build and the support network that's there, and you know, is incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Totally. We didn't play so uh, long well six. We did not win, but. Yeah. But Di did. So yeah. won. Better one. Did you go watch her that time? At, we yeah. did go watch her that time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, what... was right after the Deerings got married. It was on their honeymoon that we yeah. went to national. Like a week and, after they got married. And... Um, so Kara yeah. ran Kurt's bar tab up a little bit while yeah. we were cheering on Di so she could win. And then you guys came back to my wedding. We yeah. came, we ripped it back Probably to your again. wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the ushers that I think I picked up yeah. at the airport for the. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they flew back with us. I drove home. I by drove myself. home by myself in Winnipeg that year. Yeah, because yeah. I'd driven out there with Curtis and, and Chance. Yeah, and they flew back Chance. with us. Brett drove home alone. Yeah. So wow. that was a long drive home by yourself. Yeah. Hey, here you go, Christine. This is a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not too, not too far from not seniors. Too far. Not too far. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest couple moment for you guys got to be at the TPC doubles winning that together. <laughs> that was another cool one. Another yeah, I was pregnant also during that one. So I was drinking times. for two. So Brett was yeah. drinking for two. <laughs> yeah, we that was actually really cool. It was it came at a came in a good financial moment for us actually. We went out and spent it all the next day. We bought new tires for the car, so that was exciting. Um, but. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it, was it was a fun time. It was neat and neat to see that event from a sober perspective when yeah. you know, not everybody gets to yeah. see it that yeah. way. So it was yeah. kind of cool. Well, I think we've played it now like like three or four different times together and we've always money. Yeah, we played it. I feel like one time we, we actually missed together. the cash, yeah. which yeah. has been kind of nice. And it's nice to know that you can actually play with your spouse and mm -hmm. have that built-in partner already. And yeah, and you can give the gears too, but you know, you're still going to hold me in the night. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. It's kind of nice to have that. 
camaraderie essentially, right? It's built in mm-hmm. just being- or, or we are we hours early hours of the morning. Yeah, four, o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, three, four a.m. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, it's two a.m. But I mean, by the time you actually get settled, yes. Yeah, hey, but, but, if, you're, if you're doing well, you're leaving at one thirty. If you're yeah, yeah. so I I want to I want to make sure of this. So, Christine, twenty twelve, you were pregnant and you won. Yeah. Twenty thirteen TPC doubles, you're pregnant and you won. So yeah. we 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 had to fit, we know what the the magic juice is right now. Just get oh, you boy. pregnant and yeah. and you'll. You win, yeah, absolutely. We'll be done by Brett. <laughs> this is act of God. Probably not the best of ever bowled, just like happened to win. Yeah. Years, yeah. So, you know. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, now's the part of the show when we all talk about uh, our 450 stories. So, Tim, do you want to go first and talk about Yeah, yeah I, I had one a couple of years ago, didn't post it, you know, no big deal. No, no tap doesn't count. No. Yeah, mine's a pretty quick story, too. So, uh, <laughs> Brett Wren, perfect game, you know, notch on the belt. Yeah, it was. Where, where, where was that at? That was at Sherbowl. Um, it was a Thursday night, uh, the day after I turned 39. Um, it's actually the like I said, everyone has their own per game stories, and there's different things like Bruce's four balls, four balls, four balls to the per game. Um, mine was an oddball one because I walked in as usual for Thursday night. We always did with our kids' stuff, we we're busy, so by the time we walked in lands, I walked in, put shoes on, had a quick conversation with uh, Katie Rainier, and the announcement started. So I didn't even throw a warm up ball, and then uh, so <laughs> first four strikes were pretty rough, like you know, like hey. They were not picture perfect form wise, and then I kind of found a groove, and the rest felt pretty good. And then, uh, as we all know now, once you have that nine, that camera goes on you, right? And you're, uh, you know, it's there, whether you're watching or not, you know, it's there. Yeah. Um, my wife, in all her wonder, didn't bring her phone that day. Well, that would have been weird. I was the one recording <laughs> it, and she was like, hey, like, that would have been weird. So I walked over to like your lane, Carrie, I think, because you and Dexter are together, right? And I was like, hey, guys, just yeah. FYI, I have no phone. So yeah. one of you is responsible for this. And then yeah. So the uh, the funny side is, I so I threw the one in ten, and a ball got stuck. And at that point, there's no way in hell I'm turning around to say, "Hey, get my ball, guys," because as bowlers, we all have habits. So I was always on the same ball. So I picked up a ball I hadn't even thrown a ball with that day, threw the eleven, and then went back to the first ball for twelve. And if you actually go back and watch it, I overthrew it and went oh, yeah. left pocket, which. Is coming across the lane for me for a hook, and it's it's a sliding ball that works for me sometimes, and it worked out. So, but uh, it was definitely kind of funny doing uh, the ten strikes with one ball, and then one ball, one ball to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. with no warm up, right? So it was it's kind of well, a weird warm up is the even thing. Like man, yeah. I'd pull a hat. <laughs> yeah. all know how crazy we are now. <laughs> it's funny how often that kind of happens, like. Because yeah. John Stone did that when he threw his first perfect game. Yeah. Just walked in, no no oh, practice shoot. at the Wednesday Super League, and yeah. threw a perfect game. Wasn't yeah. he house shoes? House shoes, wasn't it? Or house no. balls? I don't believe so. It was house balls, I believe, yeah. Oh, maybe balls. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he didn't. He had, he had his own shoes. That was the yeah, same yeah. night he shot that 1760 or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 Just no practice as walking and threw perfect yeah. game. I'm going to try it out here next time. Tomorrow night and walk uh, in the league. Warm up. My, no, that is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you're just on. Some days you're just on, and it's yep. just no matter what, it's yep. going down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool, though. It's a good I mean, game. Getting, people a, people getting a perfect game is cool. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was fun. It's, like I said, it's one of those kind of neat things that you, you always want to have in your pocket, but you don't know if you're ever going to get it, no matter how good you are. I mean, you got to actually yeah. get it all presented at National. Yeah, it was so at National really Fall, so I actually got yes, my first cool. that, you know, That's really cool. And, that part up in front of the best of the best across the country and be awarded that. It's kind of nice. And no asterisk. Yeah. No, sure part. Yeah, sure <laughs> part. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Well, I'd like to let Daryl open the floor for the perfect game story. Do you guys have time or? Uh, you know? uh, let's yeah, I, yeah. Curious a story. He shot. He shot. Four, he shot four fifty and didn't break two thousand. I got that. <laughs> there, there's curious. There was there was no worries. It was game seven. Yeah. In the corner at Toppler, wasn't it? Yeah, we yeah. were there in Toppler. 15, 16. 15, yeah, you were in the corner. Or no, yeah. no one even knew what you were doing. It was just, we were there. You're in the dark dungeon it was, corner. It was just me and Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I remember yeah. watching. I was like, man, that guy needs some big scores not to... Not to be in the in the bitch in the back because that's I think that's what our, our rule was right. Well, man, had to have said bitch and all and all and all yeah. usually was the the bitch right. Like, so we all room together and, and we'd be like, well, man has to, little man has to sleep on the floor. So Alberg, we get to the hotel before we bowl. He already has his stuff lined up on the floor. <laughs> he has everything all packed up, and he's like, oh, maybe I might have a chance with Terry. Nope. Nope, no game seven. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it so funny when somebody throws a four hundred or a four fifty? You go look at the standings, and you're way at the top. Like, man, they must have jumped way up there. And they're yeah. like, no. But, but how many times? I mean, Rolly Gervais, Eric shows those guys who shot four fifties made more than the event yeah. is yeah. worth, and they haven't made the cut. Yeah. Right, and you know, one year there was, I shot like four oh five or four oh one my last game, and I still missed the cut by like twenty. Yeah, yeah, it, ha- it happens a lot. It's, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Right? All of a sudden, it just clicks for one game. And yeah. And she's gone again. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, Christine, let's chat about um, some of your volunteer side of things. You've obviously been on the Edmonton Five Pin for a lot of years, contributed countless hours to various different tournaments and events and stuff like that. Highlight some of those fun ones, or, you know, wh- I guess give us the why do you do that volunteer and, and, and then talk about some of the, the funner events and the funner things you've gotten to do on, from the volunteer side of things and be part yeah, of. I mean, I think, um, you know, we've like, it's been tough. I haven't been as involved in the last couple of years, like with COVID going on and then with the boys schedules just really ramping up. So I've been able, and I don't, I'm kind of lucky in the spot that I'm at as a vice president that I don't really have a portfolio. Right. So I don't have an event that I'm running. I'm able to just, sit back as being part of the executive and help sometimes to keep Tim on track at meetings and like be like, Hey, let's go. Um, Land the plane, land the plane. Um, And then sometimes just to like, you know, we chat as you've been part of our executive, you know, to sometimes we chat as an executive to just kind of come up with some things together, some ideas to, you know, bring forward to the board. Uh, One of the things that we started doing, um, was the pro challenge was a tournament that you know mm-hmm. I was definitely part of the discussions in bringing it up. Um, Brett was also part of those that discussions our, too. It was one of the drives back that, from one of the tournaments. Yeah, you know, more kids the stuff game. that we kind of talk about at home and to be able to to bring some fresh ideas to the table or to be able to help take some of the ideas that other people have and to kind of shape them. I think is really cool. Um, I would say definitely in the highlights is probably the 2015 run that we did with Youth Challenge Nationals and then the yeah. Open. And that, that was a long, um, that was just, it was a pure activity yeah. for us. 
Yeah, and like just really cool for us to be able to to see how well we work together as a team and how we were able to, you know, move quickly on the fly and to make adjustments and to, um, you know, volunteer, like have volunteers step up for us and to help us out and to be able to just call on people and have them be like, yes, of course I'll be there and of course I'll help you, I think was, was really cool. And just to be able to see the rewards with those kids and how much fun they had and how great it was. And then... And then to celebrate with our peers at the end of the open and have our peers congratulate us on a great event because it was phenomenal. Like we had, everyone had such a great time and, um, you know, to just really feel rewarded with the band playing on the stage and like to be able to produce such an event, I think was, was really cool and really awesome. And then, you know, all the stuff we've done for fun, like the pub nights and then like cooking pasta for all the people we did, like when we threw the hall party and yeah, yeah, like, you know, all the um the golf tournaments that we've run like from daryl's brainchild like forever ago to be like hey let's have a golf tournament and you know mm-hmm. doing it in short park with like 10 teams to the scale that it has grown to over the years and you know different people that we've been able to bring in and just see um, all over you know, the province too exactly right like to be able to engage to come in right engage people in more than just throwing a ball down the lane like bowling has brought us so much more than just like physically just, throwing just seeing the ball. like other zones picking up doing similar things too. Is yeah, amazing. and to be able to see the influence that we've had across the country, you know, like um, Tim comes back from C5 meetings and he, you know, people always say great things about the E5 board and he always comes back with, yeah. um, you know, like people can, yeah, you know? <laughs> people it's can it's perfect for us, yeah. Exactly, yeah. people congratulate us and, you know, we really did set kind of a standard and hopefully kind of helped set the stage for you, Carrie, and your platform and what you've been trying to do with this 5-pin universe and, um, you know, helped helped out that way, which is five pin bowling and visibility. Yeah, you guys are seeing that too with the other tours joining in, like the, or- the Ontario tour and Newfoundland tour and stuff, right? You're starting to see what your tour started has grown into and stuff, right? So, that's so I hope so- I can bring kind of like a level voice to it, and you know, and hope, and then just a different perspective, right? Like as your kids grow up and stuff, your perspective changes, and on the games that they play and on the games that you play and on how our like how the standards we hold our coaches to and the standards we hold our parents to and you know some of the stuff that i'm sure you've had to deal with through you guys have had to deal with through soccer that we also have to deal with through hockey and you know maybe how can we parallel that in bowling and how can we make it better i think is like a really you know big thing that has taken up a lot of space in my brain over the last few years uh, definitely been a valuable member to our board and I, I do appreciate that is it's been crazy like all the things we've done over the years and uh, ca- too many to count and um, like I said that if people don't know we, we ran the 2015 me Daryl Jen and uh, and Christine we, we ran the 2015 you challenge and not even three days later two days later it was a Sunday the travel day home on the you challenge and two days later it was the Tuesday and we we're setting up for the open provincials in Edmonton it was bang bang for and it was just a lot of work and uh i'm not gonna lie there was a lot of swears and everything like that it was just a lot of things going on right and um i remember like usually i'm there for a good party as soon as the banquet finishes like i'm going home sleep i'm I'm going home right it was was, thank you i think i stayed and party so the the hall the hall the hall party was great i mean i remember uh you guys cooking a bunch of pasta and everything like that and we were serving booze and it was a good time though and all the all the games we had for playing and stuff too like the throw a dollar the bottle and all that stuff yeah all the other fun games we had there it was 
Yeah. The bowlers do, right? Bowlers I think play the, the strength of our board fifteen game. years ago for the last ten to fifteen years has been able to enable the the the, the closeness that our communities are in bowling and five pin bowling, right? It, you're right. It allows more people to think bigger. Five pin universe, let's do this. Everybody's friendly. We got WCBT comes out. Not saying all because of the Edmonton board and the people, but no. it certainly helps when you have a tight knit community that is all supportive of each other. We're supportive yeah. of new ideas and fresh things. And let's just keep building it together because we're all as one anyways. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's certainly been, you guys have been part of that too, in that community of, of helping and giving back and, you know, paving the way for the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, talk about your game right now a little bit. I mean, Christine, you're bowling right now. Um, just Sunday nights, bowling, casual fun, but obviously yeah, bucket list is you want to get back at it. You want to be a little bit more competitive. You want to play in all these tournaments again. Is that, is that the idea? What's on the bucket list for you? Yeah, I think I'm at a point where, you know, like I would love to like get back in there and compete, but um, it's like the last two years have been tough. Like COVID's been taking a real good toll on me. I, I, I work for a pretty large corporation that's got a lot of <laughs> well i work for starbucks right so we've got a lot of a lot of rules and a lot of stuff that we have to follow because it's corporate so you know we do treat things a little differently than if you're independently owned right so we do have to follow the public health guidance but plus then it's a little bit more strict so and for myself it just you know a lot of that you know just health measures and stuff like that and with the kids and you know vaccines and not being vaccinated or you know all the anyway, it all took a lot. All the unknowns. So I really, you know, I really have kind of taken kind of that backseat um, until we kind of hit, you know, a more level. So maybe next year when things are starting to settle down, it'll take a different turn. But because yeah. um, I, I know that I need to put in more practice and more work if I want to actually get back there. And you know, honestly, I'm not super comfortable heading heading in there into a time where I don't know all the people around me. Like Sunday nights, I was like, okay, I can do that because it's three people lane most of the people i know really well and i trust them so oh, yeah. like that's that's the spot that i feel most comfortable that i can go into um yeah. yeah so that was kind of a deciding factor for me because even like brett and i talked about it we talked about it off and on pretty much through like the summer <laughs> talked about it through the summer where i was like i'm gonna bowl i'm not gonna bowl. i'm gonna bowl i'm not gonna bowl and um and really just like you know me being like if I don't go back, I may I may never go back. So um, you know, putting it putting it kind of in my in my own control that yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna head back to to league and see what I can do and you know really just be able to work on my own game. And I was pretty like Tim. I talked to him so many times. And I'm like, if I'm gonna be an A, I'm not gonna bowl because I don't I don't want to have to worry about my matches or about the team or about any of those things. I want to be able to just go in and play my own game. Turns out as a B, there's enough competition as it is, and everyone always gets up against Christine. So um, I don't know how many, like, huge, like, big 200 games Brian Randall's thrown at me this year, but it's a lot. So, um, he, doesn't, he doesn't throw many strikes. Yeah. He's probably listening now, but, yeah, it, Brian doesn't. Yeah, the average Joes. The average Joes are, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny, Playing. but. No, so like that's kind of where i'm at like i yeah i'd like to get back in but it's also you know it's not four for like it's not number one in my yeah. life there's yeah. kids hockey still big kids love well, the kids are you know the kids are in that spot where they're 
they're growing and they're getting into all involved in stuff and they're competing at a higher level too. So, you know, it's, it's hard to, hard to put yourself first sometimes. So yeah, we'll see. I'll be able to get there though. Like lots of women before me have stepped away and come back and, you know, I, I kind of take them as inspiration and I can do it too. Like I'm sure I could do it too. So yeah. And then you likewise for other, for other women too, seeing you being able to yeah take a break no, and then come back and play. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Uh, and then Brett, how about just last question for you, just sort of, you know, how do you, you know, keeping your game sharp? Uh, you know, I'm noticing here Sunday nights, of course we do our showdown. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're showing, throwing huge and there's a lot of good players in that league and you're over 40 and, and not yeah. done, but again, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you keeping your game sharp and you're averaging 300s on these weekly, you know, things you're making open teams, you're. You're competing. You're, you know, TPC qualifying things. I mean, you're the, the what do you call it? The rad, the, the yeah, the, the, the satellites. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, 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 you always seem to be in the mix, Brett, and you're always making yeah. teams. You're always at the top, or it's a big game at the finish. I mean, what yeah. is it that's keeping you driven, or or tricks, or mental side um, of things, or or what is it that's keeping you going? You know what I mean? A lot of it's just years of not doing it, and kind of not being good what you want to ask, it just kind of drives you to be better and stuff. And like, just being someone who is a fan of sport, part of it, like just, I like sports. I love seeing and hearing how guys work in other sports and just kind of realizing, okay, I don't, I don't do that. I don't put that same work in. And um, I know going to like provincials and nationals that I tend to put a little more work in and things like that. Um, but I've, as I've gotten older, cause I've gone from being a, a much harder thrower than like, I still throw ball hard, but I was a much harder thrower in my youth. and. Adam can test it. I played him years ago as a kid and stuff. We were both chuckers. And I've slowed my game down quite a bit. Um, in just general, just for my own sake of my body lasting longer, right? And uh, in doing so, I've kind of, over the years, I've actually probably last probably three, four years now, I've actually had a, just a permanent note in my phone of just kind of a checklist of things. Like when things aren't going right, open the phone, pull the note out, just read through them all, kind of recenter myself. Um, and then the past like two seasons of bowling now, I've actually kind of tried to shorten the game down even more and just stop worrying about the end score and the end result of the tournament. Like it's hard to go in a tournament and say, I need to shoot 22 to make this cut and just kind of get rid of that in my head. Like I knew going to TPC this year, I knew I had to shoot a 22 plant and plus to get it, to get there. And I kind of shorted it down for myself. And I think I saw what about this at the open as I shortened the game down to, I try to go 104. 200 by seven, because then if you are 200 by seven and you run into that three plows in a row, you're still shooting 250. And it's really not that bad. Yeah. It's just your own mental anguish. The fact that you just shot away a game is hard. But when you screw up a game, like when you punch in 10, like I had three times the open this uh, last past, past week there, where I shot a plow in 10 or 11 for like 280s and 290s on doubles and triples and stuff. And like knowing, yeah, they could have been three and a half and I could have been chasing Weber day one, but plowing, getting the one, like, well, I'm still shooting two nineties. Like I averaged 290 the first day and I had three games over two over 300, one being a 400, but just kind of breaking the game down and shorting it that little, those little intervals has helped me immensely on that side of it is just keeping the game as simple as possible and like not overanalyzing yourselves. And I think that's something we all do way too much of is just, you overanalyze every shot and every ball and every little hiccup you do and just goes back to the old adage of the keep it simple stupid mm -hmm. right like it's 
it sounds easy, but it's not. And it's, we've all been there and we've all been there and how hard it is. And it's just for myself, I've just kind of trying to keep it down to those small ones and, and forcing myself to pay attention to my matches and trying to win my matches. And like, I know, like I was telling Adam, like I've for something like the last 13 matches I've won consecutively now after losing the first seven. Even on fire. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> Were you the start? I was the start. <laughs> so, so, so. Oh. I love the thought process, Brad. It, 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 it's okay to analyze, and, and everybody does overanalyze what you do is exactly correct. Uh, but once you get to the approach for your shot, as long as you clear your mind and, and stop analyzing yeah. in that moment and then go forward in the thought process. I think you'll get through it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, keep keeping it into like two, three, four frame intervals, um, keeping kind of score lines in mind. Um, the only issue I have with that is if you start really slow, you start to panic. If you're trying to get to a score at a certain and, uh, Yeah, I, I agree. And that's and, what we talked about before and, the Open. And, and I agree, yeah, I yeah like, you do panic, but on the same side is, because I've been forcing myself to do it in league and those sort of things too, is I've also allowed myself to understand that those aren't like set in stone goals. That's just sure. your, that's where you want to be. Right. And when you're not at that 200 and seven, you kind of are able to reset and you go, okay, I got seven, I got seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. I got six frames, six balls here. Yeah. You kind of put those last few, seven frames away and go the next six balls matter and see what you can end up with. And that helped me a few times. Like I had games where I would bang out 79, 10. For 280s and 290s instead, right? But again, it's just it's shorting the game down and just trying to play those mini games inside the game. And yeah, like, like you said, trying to eliminate the panic from the game. Like, just if you don't get it, you don't get it. But those are your rough goals you try to go for, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many times Sunday at the open I was in panic mode 120 and seven. Now, I don't know yep. what 207 oh, looks like. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. You know, honestly, I, I look at uh, I look at frame five and frame eight. Like I'm on frame five and frame eight, or going into frame eight, just so you have your own little benchmark in your head of what you can get and whatnot. And yeah, if you if you have ninety in frame five, it's like, oh my god, man, I better be doing something here, right? So ninety um, and six is worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just I look I, at hundred and five. And frame seven better be better than 140. If it's not, it's she's looking at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we all break the game down our own ways, right? So. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think for me, I, I usually break down about frame four and frame six. I kind of want to know my benchmarks there. And then you always know you got 90 and 910. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's no, no point even looking at 910. So. Yeah. Huh. You must be a really good bowler. I look at one thirty-five for eight nine ten. Doesn't mean I execute ninety and nine ten. I just know it's there. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just hoping yeah. to get it. I hope I can still get a three hundred by the time I'm at five. I'm in the fifth yeah. frame. Two twenty-five. Yeah, I should be good. Three oh seven. Yeah. Yeah. Coasted in. Coasted in. Yeah. Is that ba- a bang out? From the seven strikes in a row to finish the game really happens often. It's rare. <laughs> like, I remember doing that one time, like years ago, playing like Sunday nights in Calgary at Depot with uh, some probably like, fun league, fun league, 
and me just being dumb and chirping like I was young and stupid. I'm like, ah, I'm going to have to this game. I had 76 at five. I went, oh, God. I banged out for 301. Oh. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's a stat that I'd like to see, JB. What was the average score in the 10th frame? Out of a max 45, what was the average score? Hmm. I bet you it's high. Do you think it's 30 plus? No. I, I, I think it'll be just under 30. So the TPC, can we extrapolate that, right? Oh, for sure you could. Yeah, somebody reach out to JB and say, we're looking to find out the average score in the 10th frame. I don't know. I think it's... I think, I think, I think he did. Didn't he do something? I thought he did say something. Close. What would it be? What does everybody think? Just to wrap I think, this I up, think what does everybody think 30. in the comments? Yeah. I think it's under 30, but I think it's higher than 25. That's literally what I just all said. All the games or just your top 32? <laughs> all the games. All the games. Yeah. yeah, all the games. If you're counting everybody, I'm going to say it's probably just under 30. If you're counting sure. the top qualifiers, sure. I'm going to say it's 33. So then, yeah, so in order to be, you know, the 10 frames, I mean, that's 10, 8 games mm-hmm. in qualifying. Everybody's getting more than a double in every game, no, averaging a double in every game. I can't no. see it. No. 40, but, have, but if you bang out four times, that's 445. So then you got two doubles. Yeah, I bet yeah, you could I mean, be in the 32. No. Probably the same guys that plowed 10 on a double. Do you know, if it was Sly, when Sly was, I mean, oh, geez. 44? It'd, it'd be 44 and a half. Yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> 44 and a half. Oh, man. Oh, man. Right, cool. Yeah, it'd be that. Someone find that. Cool. We'll have to get him to look it up. Just fun little stats. Anything yeah, yeah. else uh, yeah, you guys want to chat about? Sorry, Tim. Anything, t- uh, Christine, Brett, anything on uh, on your thoughts that we want to touch on? Before no, we... I think just thanks for having us. Like, yeah. you know, we definitely love what you guys are doing and think it's really cool that you're able to do it week in and week out. And you've got lots of different people on, so it's pretty awesome. I love yeah. the tour going and the new travel tour that you got going. It's kind of an idea. I, I like it all. It's it's all got potential. It's all trying to grow the game, right? So I'm all for growing the game and trying to get it back to where it was, in a sense, 20 years ago yeah, with TSN and CBCs, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, but, that's the whole goal is to goal. create new yeah. avenues, right? Yeah. yeah awesome. and it's, it's definitely, it's, I know being, uh, you said before, I think you said before, Terry, it's because it is a Canadian sport to try and get the right sponsorships and stuff you need is the hardest part right now. And, that's always going to be the hardest part, I think. But I think the podcast and the tours and the, the different versions coming out there, when I mean, you can finally actually put them all together in one big kind of net and look at it as a giant picture, it's a much easier sell to those governing bodies that look after those sort of things, right? So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, you got something? Yeah. So uh, just for I know we're we're getting to that two hour mark here, but uh, uh, I've been remiss to not congratulate JD Hislop on his first 400 yeah. on Sunday. Uh, JD's a 13 year old junior, uh, has a better game than his dad, Chris, already. Can we also congratulate JD, or sorry, Chris on retiring? Or yeah, <laughs> officially. Uh, it, 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 even though the game was at Bonnie Dune, and, and I know a lot of guys are gonna kind of see the Bonnie Dune effect and all that stuff, uh, I witnessed every ball of that game. 
and uh, of his nine bagger, the first two were absolutely perfect. Got away with the third one, and then threw six absolute bombs after that for for his four hundred. So I did absolutely want to congratulate JD, first of many, I'm sure. Um, That's awesome. And then the the other thing that. Uh, I, you know, I, I get sappy every once in a while with uh, pe- people that I, I classify as like basically family, right? So, um, I, about ten years ago, when uh, we finally ended up moving up to to Edmonton here, um, Lucy and Braxton uh, came up. I was on the road quite a bit and doing all that stuff, and uh, I just wanted to, to to personally thank both of you for just treating Lucy and Brax with absolute like respect and. Um, quite, quite, quite frankly, if, uh, you guys didn't help out during those, those first couple of weeks that, that I was away, um, I, I'm not convinced that we'd still be up here. So, um, I, I did yeah. I, like Lucy was really struggling away from, from parents and, and all that. So, yeah. uh, I, I just wanted to, to, to personally thank you guys and, uh, you, you know, that, uh, our, our family loves you guys. So, uh, th- th- thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that memory came up today. Like, oh my god, so little. <laughs> all the little. So, <laughs> we, no, we we were so happy to welcome you guys into Edmonton, and like you guys, you and Brett share that common bond, being from Calgary and growing up, and all that stuff, and yeah. like, of course, like well, we're even myself so knowing what it's like to come into a new city and a new bowling world, regardless of what you have behind you, as far as. Who you are it's still hard to come into a new city and, and there set. are struggles yes. there are big 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 struggles and it's, it's, I know, it's hard uh, christine you you had mentioned that too just just uh you know having you know friends kind of not turn on you but it's, it's a different feel yeah and, uh yeah that 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 hurt my heart quite a bit because that brought back uh so some memories of you know pe- yeah. people I, I thought were much closer to me in calgary that uh turned yeah. out maybe maybe they weren't yeah, you're, well, yeah. they're so close to you, but they're they're close because you're there, right? Exactly. Because I, I I helped them. Yeah, yeah right? you're so there. Like you're, you're there. You're face. You're face in front of their face. Right? Like it's yeah. way it mm-hmm. And I was the same way. Like I had what I thought was a lot closer friendships with a lot of people down there that I thought would have lasted, and um, I still have friendships with a lot of people there, but they're not sure. the same as they were when I left. Obviously, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's so I, that's partially when I knew you guys to come up here. I made the point of we need to reach out and. Get you, get you in Shore Park. Get you in door. We're not allowed to leave uh, beyond 17th, I think. No, oh, yeah. for soccer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, and friends. So funny. We, That's why we can't have an acreage. We're be, like, we're Strathcona then. We just can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been thank, talking, thank, I've been talking so much, to you a little bit about the, uh, the Shore Park Club here. You know, so we'll just do some bubble. recruiting on the side, and you know what's coming down the pipe here, Weber. So <laughs> we might want to get a Braxton. We might want to get a Braxton this side of the tracks for some, some football training. <laughs> well, thank you so much, yeah, Adam. Good, we yeah. appreciate that, and we're so happy that you guys are here, and so happy that you're still here, and you're still loving it. And then, yeah, you know, Brax is back playing now. It's like his little fist bump, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, he fist bumps just like his dad. So awesome. Pouts <laughs> like him too. Yeah, pouts like yeah, him. Yeah, sure you know. <laughs> That kid never smiles. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't say. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was good. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we'll wrap the podcast up here. Brent and Christine. 
Um, we'll just ask you to step away for a little bit. You're more than welcome to stay in the background if you still want to talk to us afterwards. Not sure where you and your littles are at right at the moment, but uh, <laughs> right. we're just going to wrap this up and do our all-star giveaway. And once again, thank you very much for doing this. Thanks again, boys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Friend. Thanks, guys. All right. That was great. Uh, so many stories, obviously, with them being around. Uh, being... Uh, Brett obviously be moving zones and stuff like that and Christine their stories are just um, I get so much information from them just from hearing the the stuff that they dealt with um, in their travels and their family stuff and all that I'm not sure about you guys how you how you take it all in but it's inspiring right they they're still involved with the sport they still volunteer they're still competitive it's it's a pretty neat story yeah, good, good people, man. They've been around the game for a long time and very helpful around the sport, um, you know, and can compete and play on teams, right? They're, yeah. they're, they want to win. I mean, just like anything we talked about, learning every team and learning roles and learning things. And sometimes there's challenges and sometimes there's positive moments, but that's all part of growing and being part of teams, right? You're not going to win every team you're going to be on, right? And so, so what? But uh, you, you learn, you get better, and you want to re- be right back there next year. Um, and they've, they've been part of uh, the Edmonton scene for the last 20 years. So happy to have them. Keep them around here. Good for the sport. So glad we got them on the show. De- yeah, definitely great to have them on for sure. They, uh, they've given back a lot to the sport. And obviously they, they've been participating on a high level for a long time, right? So I played with Christine for the first time ever and a long time ago in 18. And now I can play with Brett. So it's uh, come full circle in my bowling career. That's for sure. Yeah, they they've basically been like an extended family to to, to us for for a very long time. So, we're uh, really happy to, to to see them, you know, get get their moment on on the the podcast and uh, so many great stories and um, maybe underrated competitors in the game, right? Like they're 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 not always the the, the flashiest, but they their their resumes definitely speak for themselves. So, mm-hmm. um, it's. Uh, Really happy to have him on, and quite frankly, I can't cannot wait to go back to battle with uh, with Brett by my side. Mm-hmm. And, and, cool. and if you want to watch, uh, message Brett, I'm pretty sure he will tell you the puddle story. So uh, <laughs> yeah. he's more than happy to. I can, he's probably smiling right now. Yep. If you, if, if you want his contact information, Tim's willing to give it out. Yeah. Yeah. Brett. Brett in Edmonton. Hotmail. dot com. <laughs> <laughs> all right we got 27 <laughs> entries for the all-star giveaway good luck everyone um and uh yeah we know adam's not in here so nope. it's probably gonna be a marla win is my guess <laughs> or matt leonard let's go matt leonard carol no i would redraw that like, do yep. we even have a bowling alley up there i mean like is there a new They're looking options? for workers. Is he going to be in Regina? Yeah, he's got <laughs> yeah, he will. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, Regina's so before a couple I, weeks away. Yeah, before everybody yeah, heads out, nice. I do have a podcast guest next week. Um, Crystal Hibner is going to come on oh, from Regina. Awesome. Oh, really? Crystal, yeah. And then obviously we have oh. a presser for Regina. And then the week after that, we have, um, we're have we going to have the winner on the Regina on. So those would be the next three weeks. So who yeah. else other than me then? 
Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure somebody will walk in front of you again or something. Probably that's okay. <laughs> so Cho, Chos is on. All right. <laughs> uh, that's that's neat that we have Crystal on the week yeah. before because uh, awesome. she was going to be one of the ones that uh, the WCBT was going to ask to be a part of the presser. So maybe we can ask her while she's on podcast. Put her on the spot and see if she wants <laughs> yeah. to be a part of that too. Yeah. There we go. Nice. Yeah. Can't say no. That's right. Great, awesome. great competitor there. That's going to be a good, so, good uh, yeah. guest next week. Yeah, can't wait to hear it. Like a How dynasty did Tim... eight. Didn't she have a like a number of years of just running away oh, with yeah. it? So the, the, yeah. she she makes Regina cut all the time. Yeah, man, yeah. she's so I... solid. How, Tim, how did you wrangle that? Like you had to pull some strings to get. No, that. I didn't. No, I just well, obviously she's the better Hibner. I know Darren and Jeff pretty well, but. <laughs> Uh, to be honest with you, like grow, growing up, you have people in, in the bowling community, and I did talk to her about this, is uh, with women that are dominant, right? And I know she had some kids and stuff, but man, when she, when she played, she, and, and she still so plays good. really well, she yeah. was she's so she was good. almost unbeatable as a lady, I thought. She was toughest, so good. Tough, like just yeah. fierce. Yeah. 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 For she's sure. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, all right. Have a good one, yeah. guys. Thanks, guys. See you guys.